director. So glad you could make the trip. Thank you so much for your time. Indeed. It was quite the flight. I was very surprised to learn about your situation, and even more so that it falls under U.S. jurisdiction given the location. I didn't catch your name, by the way. Um, I, I beg your pardon. I'm Six Step Mar. We spoke on the phone last week. Uh, the we in this situation would be... Um, your secretary. Your, your secretary's secretary, actually. You're hard to get a hold of. I mean, by design. Still, your particular problem sounded interesting enough that I decided to take a personal interest. We very much appreciate it. Uh, crime scene, may I present Montgomery Mount Brooks, Director of Murder. Director Mount Brooks. Good, you made it. We have much to discuss. Quite. Um, before that... A rum and a coke. Easy on the coke, if you would. But the only coke around here is... Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'll I'll be right back. Have you had a chance to look over my proposal? As I was telling your assistant, if I hadn't, I wouldn't be here. This is, strictly speaking, quite far below my station. Fortunately for you, it's also amusing. So yes, I'm aware of the situation. I suppose that's fair. Regardless, I'll need to restate it for the sake of our listeners. Feel free. We have a murder mystery on our hands, but this is also a business, and preserving the scene of the murder has been proven logistically infeasible. With the approval of the U.S. Director of Murder, and by extension, the American Department of Homicide Security, we would like to extrapolate the details of the crime into an interactive adaptation that is certified as a legitimate and solvable murder mystery. Naturally. I'll need to inspect the crime scene. Uh, the scene of the crime is probably wiser to say, before I can certify your adaptation as an acceptable substitute. Uh, your rum and coke, Director. Mm. Right this way, Director Matt Brooks. We have the body and all its fixings preserved in here, for the moment. Six, stay here and listen for the door. I'm expecting a package and someone will need to sign for it. Sure. Right. Okay. You said right this way, but you're a voice coming out of an intercom. Which way? Right, sorry, I forget sometimes. It's the second door on the left there. I see. And wow, you rather undersold the mess in here. Human bodies shouldn't have this much blood, you know. That's about three times as much as they can store. Really? See, that's what I thought, but I looked it up on Cora and it said... This job is really weird sometimes. Also, am I really just waiting for something to happen? I feel like I should have more to do in this scene, but... Oh, I guess I just leave at this point? Okay. <laughs> and he said it'd be better to call this a communal pool than a public pool <laughs> not much lost in translation there eh well this has been a splendid time i see you have things well in hand here so i have no qualms about signing off on your adaptation a uh, crime scene i signed for your package cigars i didn't think you smoked are these for the director 
Director Mount Brooks, could you excuse the two of us for a moment? Of course. Are you out of your mind? What? Wait, what? You just openly suggested that I was attempting to bribe a government official. Do you know what happens when you try to bribe a government official? No. They I say yes, so. and then they come back in three months and ask for another, and then they tell their friends to ask for bribes, and suddenly you own the entire city council of Aurora, Illinois, and you don't even know what to do with them. Never say that again. I'm gonna go drink the rum and coke the director forgot about. You hate rum! I hate being in this scene more. Peace out. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that, Director. Six is a new hire. They're still getting a handle on how things are run around here. I quite understand. Well, it seems to me our business is concluded, so I'll be on my way. Good luck with the murder mystery. I hope they solve it. Take care, Director. I wouldn't want anything to happen to you at the airport. Uh, I'm sorry? Ah, apologies. My voice just kind of does that sometimes. I really have no ill will. I've just been doing villain things for too long. Uh, I see. Well, take care. I doubt we'll see each other again, but I'll follow the reports of what happens here with interest. I really need to do something about that. I don't even mean to threaten people. It just kind of happens. The Garnet Wager was a show where three players competed in a fantasy-style competition while watching episodes of Korean game shows. Now the dust has settled, and the world is at peace. But life finds a way, and duty calls once again. This is The Garnet Wager. Begin. I'm Nick Cease, and this is the Round Table of Suffering. My fellow knights, <laughs> welcome we to the Round Table of today. Suffering. Yeah, what if King Arthur's court was just a bunch of like gay men complaining about their lives to each other? It's just called the Round Table of Suffering. What would that sound Happy like, Kevin? I don't. You're as you. That's entrapment, Nick. You just asked me to do an impression of a gay man. I'm not walking into that. <laughs> I am an impression of a gay man. I'm Alan, and this is Gar the Garnet Wager, the number one Korean game show podcast recorded inside of a secret bunker this side of wherever we are. Where are we? I don't know. We don't know. That's the point. I forget. I forget where we are. I think we... Six, where I are we? I think in universe we know. Okay, where are we? I mean, I don't know, but I think we Yeah, know. I don't know if we decide... <laughs> It's we're at the genius house, you know. Bleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, like in you Korea. know, if you if you look tried to look it up on Google Maps, it would give you just an error message. But if you tried, you know, like MapQuest, it works. MapQuest <laughs> or a handheld GPS, a Garmin. What was the other map website? Not MapQuest. 
Map that you print quest. out instructions oh. from. Map Jeeves. Yeah. Map quest. Map quest alternatives. alternatives. Do, 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 Google Earth. So hard Remember to find. Remember Google like, Earth? Oh, what man. is the point I, of Google, Google Earth? Google Earth when it came anymore. out was crazy. It was so cool. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm gonna, sp- I'm gonna find my house. Oh my god, it spins around in real time. Right? I can see the ocean. It, I mean, it was one of those things where, like, it is a wild demonstration of the data we've collected and the way we're able to display it. And then you realize, but how is this relevant to my life? Yeah, I can, it's it's have it's equivalent to having a globe. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep, that's that is <laughs> India. Okay, there it is. Uh, and there yep. is episode two of Society Game, which we're discussing here tonight. Oh. Are you, oh, are you fair? Oh, oh. because you, you're bringing us all down here tonight. The, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, that would be macho. Oh, sorry. Macho, oh. not fair. Oh. Macho. We're back. This is the Garnet Wager, and I'm Nick Cease. Today, we watched Society Game season one, episode two. Uh, they don't have names, uh, but you could call it Round Table of Suffering, which was the main game. Uh, joining me on uh, on the drums, Six Detmar. Gadung, 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 gadung. And then over there, on top of that box doing a solo right now, it's Alan Ibrahim. Let that one hang out there for a minute. Already, you can't interrupt a solo. So, yeah. When we last left off the Garnet Wager, uh, we had watched episode one, which was kind of a double-length one, or <laughs> particularly lengthy. Now it's episode two. Last time, we watched episode one. Did, what did I say? No, you were right. I'm just making fun okay. of your framing. Yeah, the framing <laughs> like is... Like a good uh, host. Getting ready for episode two, we previously watched um, episode one. Like, okay, great. Thank you for the recap. <laughs> Uh, last, here, how about this, Nick? I got you. Last time we were introduced to our 21 competitors. They uh, live in this arena-like space, which is the society. They're split into Madong, which is a society that's elected uh, dictator- or ruled dictatorially, and the ruler can only be overthrown uh, by rebellion. And Nupdong, which is uh, a new ruler, te- technically democratically, uh, voted on every single day. Uh, they have a new ruler voted, and we put them into challenges and make them live together, and they get prizes and things to help them survive the society. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the episode game. one. Episode two. Episode two. I want to get to. I want to get to roundtable of suffering, okay. but um, I want to also come out the gate and ask people what they thought of the episode. As a TV podcaster, I think it's always important to set the mood with thoughts. So I actually with- liked this episode much more than the first one. I felt like obviously it was shorter and tighter. Uh, it, the game, the actual main game and the buildup to it was interesting, funny, and kind of cool. And, uh, other than one extremely gross <laughs> runner, literal runner <laughs> and running joke, uh, I thought that it was a pretty, it was a very watchable and entertaining hour of television. Six, what about you? I know you love, you're just so spicy and you have so much <laughs> So much energy. Yeah. I think we agree on, on the scene that was pretty awful. Um, pretty unpleasant. Uh, I definitely think the pacing was better on this episode. Um, I'm still not convinced of the cast as much, and I also think the main match was, like, kind of fundamentally broken. (laughs) (laughs) I liked how broken it was. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's it's just like... I laughed hard in this one. It... it, uh, (laughs) Nick and I do a Dota podcast, right? And there have been... Um, 
over time there have been like discussions of in Dota like mechanics that people would call comeback mechanics, right? Like systems mm-hmm. to like put a losing team and give them ways to sort of get back into the game. And this kind of had the opposite of like <laughs> if you start to lose, fuck off, you can't play anymore in a way mm-hmm. that's like that's that's hyperbolic, of course, because you know, we're we're going with with with, with oomph here. We're trying to come out mm-hmm. with strong opinions. But I think the game was designed in such a way to discourage competitive play that I thought was stupid. I want to hear way Interesting. more about that. But first up, Nicholas says Nico Nico says, mm-hmm. tell me what you thought. I also enjoyed this much more than the first like the the thing about society games so far uh, is that it's not really about the games, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, the runtime that contains game is quite low, mm-hmm. um, for better or for worse. And the games really have not been very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been pretty unimpressive. <laughs> but it was, uh, I don't know, I definitely I enjoyed it this time. Uh, you got... You know, it's the second episode. We've seen some of the people together. It's still kind of too many people to know them all. And also, like, I kind of, I think, get what Six is saying cast-wise. Like, I don't, like, yeah. there's nothing special there like there was with the genius in comparison. Or even crime yeah. scene. Um, But I feel like we're, like, people are getting to know each other or we're getting to know them. And, like, and the editors are probably getting to know, like, what, how to, how to design it. But. I uh, I enjoyed it. It's trying to build this narrative that leads into the game of like, here are the people and here's the things that they do. But it just feels like the lo- the rules are really loose. And so things that happen in the society portion just do not fundamentally affect the game very much. Uh, and so it feels like it's two halves of a show. And sometimes I wish I could just skip to the game and then these would be 15 minutes long like tops but then if you uh, only watch the game it would be so boring because the game is not it, important it's not even yeah it doesn't reach the level of like season one genius games because mm-hmm. they're not complicated the main game the um round table of suffering that nick is referring to uh we'll, we'll talk about it in depth in a minute but it's sort of it relies it's on a lot of different things that it's super one-dimensional and can be broken as we see can be broken like instantaneously and there's only so much that the editors can get out of people going huh you lost again huh Mm, i'm not gonna get (laughs) mad at you but you are the reason we're losing and uh that it's gonna continue for about eight rounds cool (laughs) um what 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 notes do we have from the survivors section of this episode you know people uh, i noted here first up that people didn't really expect pharaoh to survive very long he was the first person that like Oh, this guy didn't do well last week. We're probably going to have to think about eliminating him soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then but, just kind of went off the radar. Yeah, I mean, he was the first leader, and they lost the first game, right? And so mm-hmm. people were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so you know, clearly we have to send him home." Um, and I think it's like it feels like that period where no one has committed that grave of an offense, and so you take mm-hmm. like a slight misstep, and you're like, oh, well, he's the problem now. And it's like, by the time you get to the point where you can cut people, there will be a bigger problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I, I noticed throughout this episode through in the, the society portions um, is that I think one of the problems with this game to me is that the societies only compete in games. Uh mm-hmm. So it means that basically, what, like, 60%, 70% of the episode is just infighting? <laughs> um, and in the society portion? Building. Yeah, 
But I mean, Which you know, is... alliance building for the purposes of infighting, right? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. you know, built little little civil wars all the time, and like that's interesting. But there is nothing. It's only like every other day for part of the day you have any reason to unite. Yeah, and I just don't think that like. If you're doing this concept of, like, which of these societies will prevail, I think part of your concept has to be how do these societies, like, function against each other. Mm-hmm. And when our, our tests of it so far are, I mean, like, I think the um, the human Jangy one was, like, okay at, at testing this. This one it was, like, well, Macho's <laughs> a moron, so this game's invalid. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, it's like how the genius uh, season four finale doesn't go three rounds. Yeah. Because it's just a sweep. Like, they can't, because it's real and they don't script it, then sometimes it's just, sorry, or this whole week's game sucks because of one person. <laughs> sorry. I thought yeah. that was really funny, though. I think it's that reminded me of the genius, yeah. that little aspect uh, of, mm-hmm. of the game. Okay. I, I didn't think a bit about it, but the way you explained it, Six, I, I think I completely agree. It's like, it's like nobody has ever nobody on the production team has ever watched one of the 50 seasons of american survivor like mm-hmm. you you do there's like i don't even remember survivor but i've seen it <laughs> therefore like i get the concept of like okay you have ways in which people are eliminated they're voted off i think instead of you know a leader deciding but there's like different types of challenges it's like hey here's a challenge and the team who wins gets rice and yeah. The way they implement that is, okay, as part of the main game, there's going to be a math thing. Let's do, like, a sudden death, like, 1v1 competitors from each team, and whoever wins gets a thing. Mm -hmm. Except, like, it's a math game with people being like, oh, 2 plus 2. Oh, I have three seconds to show the answer to this math question on the die. Oh, and it's this. Oh, and I got it wrong. Okay. <laughs> like, there's no mental game happening. <laughs> you know, like, sometimes we complain, like, in later seasons of The Genius, they had to work around complicated math. And it was like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I have to run. Sometimes I just have to run with the vibe of the show that I know who's losing and winning because I can't keep up. Like, it's a little bit too complicated. <laughs> and early on, you had that sweet balance. And this is the total opposite, where yeah. literally the players of the game at the end were like, that math was too easy. Like, they say it in the episode. They're like, the math was too easy. Why did they do this? Yeah, like, they're they're talking about how they're testing, you know, their, their games of, like, strength and dexterity and intelligence, right? <laughs> and this, there was a strength element to this one, obviously. I think it was a little, it, was, it wasn't super sophisticated, but that's okay. You know, you can have one of those stats. There was not really a dexterity element. And nope. it wasn't really a mental, it wasn't like an intelligence element. It was a mental element. It basically, it was just testing people's stage fright. Yeah. That was the game. <laughs> You're talking about the dice turning in the math. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's not like, I do think Macho seems like kind of an idiot, right? But like, mm-hmm. I don't think he doesn't know what 36 divided by 6 is. I think yeah. he panicked over and over, and every time he panicked, it made him more likely to panic the next time, and it snowballed. Yeah, I think, well, so let, go ahead. Yeah, let's, I, time to get into it. Because I think there's yeah, I I want to I want to get into that. Just like the the last bits of build up that I have here, uh, we do see the daily Nafdong vote. It goes, you know, they, we get, we get a new leader. Uh, it seems like Sehyuk is going to sweep because he has a lot of boys on his team. Uh, there are some fun moments, especially later, where all the boys when they're like 
uh, like commiserating are just speaking mm. in perfect English. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was it Sayak was... and was it Oliver? I think. Yeah. yeah and just I think it's Oliver. Yeah. It's just like, hey, <laughs> and like they did it the way that I speak Arabic to my family, where they'd be like something, something in Korean. Anyways, man, I thought that was really great that you did that, but we really need but to like, get it together. Perfect accent. I was like, oh, they've, <laughs> they're like, yeah. They sound like they're from California. Like, I know, like, guys, right. like, <laughs> Korean guys from California I mean, sound like this. Oliver is. Right. Oh, is he really? He's from John Hopkins. Johns Hopkins. Like, oh, John sure. Hopkins, even. Yeah. Johns Hopkins, yeah. <laughs> I always hate how they chose to spell that, but. Yeah. Um, um, as, far women, as, uh, yeah, yeah as far as Sahyuk, I don't know. He's from, from Seoul National University. I don't know what his background is, that he has such good English accent, but. Uh, the. Women seem like they want to also form a small alliance because it's like, oh, this is a boys' club. We need something mm-hmm. for us because none of them have our interests in mind. Maybe there's an overthrow going to happen on Ma Dong if things go badly. Uh, we we briefly cut over to Byung Kwan, who is a sleepy sheepy. They're like, <laughs> we get up in the morning, we get up really early, and we make food, and he's still only one. It's and the the emo text says like he's he's fine. Like he he adjusted to living here <laughs> yeah. really quickly. He literally is oversleeping. This is great. Um, and so we're introduced to Roundtable of Suffering, and we get a warm up where people, instead of, you know, in, and I know we're going to keep your quote unquote. <laughs> we, yeah, we get a warm up, which is basically like, hey guys, here's dice. Uh, everybody gets to hold a die that has, you know, the six the six dots on it or the six different spaces, mm-hmm. and you have to answer math questions. That's how you do it. You hold up the one. You have about three seconds to get it. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, three strength people that you guys pick um, are holding up a table that is hold. It's hovering above three eggs and if any of the eggs crack uh they lose and every time your team even one person from your team gets a dice hold up wrong then they add 10 or 5 kilograms which is about 11 pounds uh on top of your your weight um that's the round table of suffering so obviously they don't really practice the weight lifting part uh but we do get to practice the dice game and both teams come up with different strategies to quickly identify which die you're going to hold up and also technically help each other out by saying if you notice everyone around you is moving to the right then you also move to the right don't think about the number yeah that's their kind of way of soft cheating uh however <laughs> tragically this goes poorly for Nopdong because they don't realize that the die that they each get in the warm-up is different than the die that they get during the game and also uh, during the game there are multiple different die yeah yes none of them have the same some of them are the same ones as the warm-up not all of them are. So there's this like great montage of both teams being like, "We're awesome. We figured it out. Here, left, left, right, up, right, five, <laughs> up, six, up, down, three. Down. We nailed it. We're so smart." And then they do this quick like warm up round or whatever, where they get the secret small box, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like some fun music. And then Madong wins this, and uh, they get the secret box. They also get some chickens, which is where some weird survival game stuff happens. The, the little box, box has cooking, cooking oil, oil in, it. in it. Yeah. Yes, and so they're like cooking oil, eggs. We're making, we're gonna fry up some eggs, dudes. And then you quickly realize you can't just make chickens lay eggs like instantly. <laughs> there are other ways to use chickens, but that does mean you have to kill a chicken on live television. Booty, which, not live. Uh, well, you're right. Uh, so this is when somebody in crystal clear English, as they're getting the food ready, goes, "You know, some people just don't do work." I think that was. On this- so no, that, that was, no, that was Oliver. Okay. You know, some people just don't do work. I was like, what the fuck, Oliver? Come on. <laughs> Someone else says, I'm a bit afraid of birds. They look creepy, which is a really normal thing to say. Um, and then, and I can't make this up, listener. They 
cut. They make a whole big deal about we have to cut the chicken's head off. And they show the chicken with its head cut off, but they censor it with a cartoon dazed chicken. Well, it's because its head isn't cut all the way off. That's the worst part. Yeah. Is it's like they, they get, yeah, it's like. They didn't get it. It's awful. Don't show it's this. It's awful. Even showing the censored chicken is arguably worse than showing the fucking <laughs> nearly headless chicken. I, I would watch. <laughs> and, well, and they had different, you know, ways they were. Someone was like going to take it into the bathroom and like break its neck. And then the other one was like, hey, we've got an axe. Here's like a chopping block. And they, <laughs> I couldn't believe. Oh. I was certain that like it was going to be like, no, you know, it's a soft show. And they were like going to not kill the chickens. Cut away. Because yeah. they, they did this like really, you know, high def camera shot of the chicken's like head on the chopping block. <laughs> I was like, this is such a close-up, like, good shot. There's no way. Yeah. It's funny, because you say, like, yeah, why don't they just cut, twist the, the chicken's neck? But, but I mean, like, they don't know how chicken. to kill a chicken. No, that's what I'm saying. You hand that to me yeah. right now, and you say, Alan, cut it, twist this chicken's neck. I can't do it. I would simply mm-hmm. not do it. Uh, so we, 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 we linger on that for a little too long, and that is the grossest part. It's, I would argue, worse than the drinking bugs last week, because... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I really enjoyed it, on, but, yeah. Also, there are cultures where people... I don't think it's, like... Yeah, it's funny. I still think it's, like, funny. It's just made me uncomfortable. Um, you see drinking bugs oh, on, for TV sure. yeah. a lot, on TV. And there are cultures that, like, consume bugs. It's not that weird. Sure. And, like, there... And to be fair, there are every... Almost every culture... I was going to say... That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's are, more It's common. more of, like, a, a... Look at all these fancy, like, you know... Not celebrities like the genius. Look at all these fancy people trying to figure out how to butcher a chicken. How to do normal people work, right? And it's, it's also yeah. like, okay, so one of you has a hand on the chicken's body and the other has a hand on the chicken's head and you're going to swing an axe? Right, you're going right. to fucking hit that guy. This is you're awful. Cut hand off. Later on, yeah. I don't remember which, who does it, but like, it wasn't Oliver because he's too much of a, a prissy boy. Somebody just goes into the back room, like, for their second time. And, and like, does twist the neck. And breaks the neck. And, like, yes. Yeah. Then it, like, kills the chicken. And they're like, wait, you just did it? Yeah. I guess Meanwhile, to do it. <laughs> Don Juan of, of Nastong is, like, deathly afraid of birds, apparently. So yeah. they just have some amazing shots of him hiding or people trying to, like, scare him with a chicken. And I think that there is some value in television in showing this, like, animal murder stuff because especially in America, like we distance ourselves from how our meat is produced so often. Right. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It in like cutting a chicken's head <laughs> off. is like the lowest level of horrible guys. Like go look up how cows are slaughtered. It's so much worse than this. <laughs> so like on one hand, mm-hmm. it's kind of valuable to show it and they did their best like censoring it. But wow, it really threw me for a loop being like, wow, I'm, it was kind of late last night when I watched it, and that woke me the fuck up. I was like, I'm watching a chicken die. I know, right? Die. Like, you probably would, they wouldn't do this on somehow, like, on Survivor wouldn't do this or frame yeah. it the same way. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that they, Which is just to, to, weird. Fi- yeah. to, to fix the mood, they like play some nice music later, and then, like, one scene later, they're like, hey guys, I got egg soup ready. Who wants egg soup? <laughs> and it's like, ah, <laughs> gross, 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 gross. It uh, looks like they. What did they do? They were like poaching or like slow poaching the chicken and then went to do something like the the challenge game or something and then came back and the chicken was done. Yeah, they cut around this part a lot. They cut like them skinning it, for example. They cut all of that Mm -hmm. out and just said, here's a raw chicken that's being poached. And where did they also get eggs? I'm not clear. That They they were given on as part of the reward. They were given eggs. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because again, you're not gonna. I, I was thinking in my head, like, are they gonna keep one chicken as like their egg layer? And then I was like, I was it's like, not you got it. Like that. 
Oh, that would that make was like logical that's strategy. That's mm-hmm. that makes so much sense. <laughs> make too much sense. Free eggs, show. dude. I mean, uh-huh. how many how many weeks are they going to be here? Fourteen days, right? Yeah, two weeks. Like, I guess that's true. You get I, like, yeah. How it, long? Having having it's having it a chicken in a new place, hyper stressed out with a bunch of people who don't know how to handle a chicken. That's true. How long is it going to uh-huh. take that chicken to start producing? That's true. So the stress egg, of, uh, uh, of the circle. chicken takes eighteen weeks from birth to start laying eggs, and then it lays an egg a day depending on the breed, environment, and bird, which means, right. yeah, it, this much stress and stuff and heat, mm-hmm. probably you're and not getting And watching the, another chicken, like, not even, they didn't even put them away before cutting one of the other's <laughs> heads off in front of them. <laughs> I'll traumatize you real quick. Well, also, uh, uh, you don't, you shouldn't eat a raw chicken egg. Those are, like, processed from a farm, right? I don't know how healthy it is to just eat an egg. I mean, I no, I mean, you, you cook, it, well, cook it, cook fine. it, but it's, yeah, you no, that's, can, that's, but... Yeah, it's not really that much of a problem, actually. Okay. Uh, but from here, we get uh, you know them eating egg soup. We have a good time. And then there's a couple of funny song moments I have to appreciate. Oh, yeah. There was a song. Six, I don't know if you heard this. It sounded like the Pokemon Evolution music. Like the... Dun, 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 it but it sounded so like it was longer. from a game. But hmm. I yeah. wouldn't know it. There was definitely a song that caught my ear, but I don't think I placed anything as Pokemon. I don't know. Well, once they start playing the dice game and they're like, we're so good at it, they play Come and Get Your Love, which is classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, really weird song choice for that moment, but sure. Um, and I wrote in my notes, in hindsight, this is so funny. I wrote, I don't know, man. Nupdoc just seems like they're having more fun here. <laughs> and, like They're just like, we got this. We're so good. Turn left. That's five. <laughs> like We're really good at this. And I was thinking like, oh, that's a really smart way to do it is like, Everybody yeah. just start by holding out one, and then down means this, left means this, etc. This is so easy. We figured it out. Mm-hmm. Problem is, like I said, what if the dice isn't? They are not. Of course. And somebody there. brings that up, and then I don't remember, but someone else responds. <laughs> oh no, they're all the same. Yeah, it is dismissed as like, no, that's no, that's fine. Irrelevant. Um, no more. Meanwhile, no meanwhile, Madong's strategy is signaling what the number is, not going by your motion, like doing like a shoulder shake to say it's three, right? Which yeah. is is dice immune. Right. It Dice turns out it works out really well for them. Um, I wrote down these weights here uh, for the actual game itself. So each each sandbag that's placed is 5 kilograms, right? That's 11 pounds yeah. or so. The table is 176 pounds to start, which yep. if you divide by that, that by 3, we're starting holding 59 pounds. For people like MJ Kim and the other muscular nice. boys, so easy, right? Immediately, the game falls apart as a macho cannot hold the numbers up fast enough. He keeps missing it, and one person getting it wrong means you had a bag, you had a bag, and you're like, okay, twice in a row, haha, this is really funny. And I wrote in my notes at first, like, did he? Is he forgetting to reset his die? Like, is he not putting it back to one? Yeah. And then we got to three times, four times, and I go, oh no, they're not the same die. He's <laughs> ruined. He has to like, and and really, what you should quickly learn how to do, and he eventually learns how to do this, is like, just internalize where the things are on this die that you're holding. That's all you have to do. It's gonna it's still take a lot of reflexes and practice, but you can do it. And he eventually stops fucking up, and other and then other people fuck up. So round after round after round for like and ten rounds, they knocked on each shit and adds weight and weight and weight and weight. I believe the total count of number of times he fucks up is fourteen, and the rest of 12. his team twelve. Sorry, no, yeah, no, I'll, sorry. I'll it is like four. It is like yeah. fourteen or fifteen is the collective total. He he is. Yeah. What lost the game? 
Yeah. He's 12 owls. And in the end, Madong uh, only gets two <laughs> Oh, you have... Nick here has this. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia somehow has a, a breakdown. It goes... <clears throat> Yun macho, 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 Oliver Chung, yun macho, someone else, yun macho, someone else, yun macho, yun macho, someone else. Burning down the house. Which ends them at 170 kilograms, which is... 380, I think, pounds. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's so funny that nobody wants to do the reality show thing and be like, you fucked up. So instead, MJ Kim is like, if I could have just held more, we would have been fine. And it's like, dog, the game doesn't end at any point. You don't just both win. You can't draw. They so also what has to happen didn't... Is... Go ahead. Yeah. Once you've lo- you've gotten like 10 bags of sand, <laughs> even if you can hold it, you should quit. Because the other team needs more than 10 to lose. Like, you've already lost so early in this game. You're screwed. I and wish she they finally had is a like, counter, guys, I'm dying. But, yeah. yeah. Like, they... Uh, there was no sense of time. Like, I wish they'd had a counter going for like how long they've been holding. This is what Survivor would do, right? It's like, yeah, you can skip around in time, minutes. but you'd like show, you show a timer to like, you know, oh, the tension or the the drama. And, yes, and they don't do a good job of like showing how they actually are doing. Like they do it very dramatically, where it's like. Oh, well, let's do some zoom in on people, or but not for very long. Don't do like many wide shots, because at yeah. the end, it like you can tell it's. I think MJ and Pharaoh Dong Wan was yeah. like apparently the buffest guy, who was like holding most of it himself because MJ and Pharaoh were too much together, yada yada yada. But right, they didn't right. really frame it like it's they about they spent too much time on the dice. <laughs> Yeah, show the people lifting it. They talk about, like, oh, I can see his veins. And it's like, can you just pull a camera close? Like, that's interesting for me to see. And you don't seem to care about that. You're just occasionally they'll show MJ can't be like, ah, please. Oh, no. (laughs) And, like, no one's mad. No one's – yeah, I would be screaming. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop making this harder. And she's like, I feel physically unwell. And the other two are like, let's just drop it before she sustains a serious injury. I think it's Dong Wan who's just like, guys – I we think should we should drop it. Yeah, and I, I don't think you would do that, Alan. And I don't, I don't think that because, like, uh, yeah. like just because, like, there's no point to that, right? Like, just showing them struggling if, with the if, weight. You mean? No, I mean, like, you wouldn't yell at someone because it's like, what would the point be? If someone is fucking up because of nerves, are you gonna make that better by yelling at them? No, no. So like, I don't think there's time. Also, like, they're trying to be snappy they're going in fast, between rounds, yeah. mm-hmm. but. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like you just sort of grit your teeth. Like, you know, it, it is it is a thing that'll happen when you're on a team is you will grit your teeth and bear with someone's mistakes until the end. You There's, you know, in the middle of the flow, unless you have, like, a break to the locker room, you're probably just going to bite your tongue because there's no point to not. I just think this is the first episode of a, a JJY show where I seriously was like, why are people not more emotional? I would be more invested. Like, you're literally, you're... You're going to lose a, t- a player this week mm-hmm. because of, of Macho, basically. I'm not saying you should yell at him, but, like, invest your emotions into something. I don't know. I think they didn't have time. And also, they the announcer, you know, whatever his name is, non-bandage man, doesn't announce who, like, gets it wrong. And uh-huh. they won't even tell you who gets it wrong, like, afterwards. They just say one person, someone got it wrong on Nopdong. 
yeah. at weight. One or two. And he's in the back. Yeah. So, I mean, you no can tell he got him. things wrong, but until they and go to Wikipedia, they'll never know. Just tell me. He feels super bad, right? MJ Kim is like, I could have held on. They're like, it's not about the weight, which is true. It's really not. He's like, I was doing my best. I didn't even fuck up that often, which is not true. He's like, I eventually figured it out, which is not true. And he also uh, he also lies, right? Like there are parts of this yeah. that's there are parts oh, yeah. of it that's like the parts where he's like, I didn't fuck up that much and I eventually figured it out, that could be he thought he did, right? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. the part where he's like, I I asked them and they said, Yeah, don't worry, lots of people made mistakes. And they cut to him asking and they're like, We can't tell you that. Yeah, they have he the producer lies. on <laughs> the producer's audio on. Uh, they did that twice this episode. I was like, that's kind of fun. I I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of like a like... little F you of the producers in like a, yeah. a good way where it's like, we did not say this. <laughs> well, I mean, you keep yeah, like, confirmed. I, I feel like at that position, like at, as a production, your hand is forced. You can't have people putting oh, things yeah. in your mouth. Right. I kind of, yeah, it's a fun part of the game though. Like if I was a cont- like saying, oh yeah, the producers, uh, yeah, they said, they said lots of people got it wrong. The producers saw me taking a shower. They said I was ripped and really hot. They oh, speaking of, let me just take my shirt off here. And <laughs> oh, my let's God. Spin. <laughs> there were... What were That's they coming doing? up. That's coming up. Oh, so, first of all, we win. Madang Ma wins. The reward is not very satisfying. They get ice, cr- ice cream pops. Congrats, guys. And $10,000. And ten, that's the nice Split. I, Split between I, I appreciate Bum Diddly Upshus here. One of the girls says, my one tastes good. <laughs> Just get a word out. Uh, someone politely says, let's just get through tonight. I'm going to make some chicken soup. And that is the sign of a true friend to me. Uh, we have another person doing yoga stretches. And then I guess just to like relieve tension at some point, Team Madong is like trying to figure out how to avoid different strangleholds. Like if I was a kidnapper and I tried to strangle you, here's how you would get out. <laughs> like, yeah. And I look the, away. The MMA guy. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> It's showing people how to break out of string olds. And I look away to like text someone because I'm like, this part of the episode's kind of boring. I look back and Kyung Griel is doing shirtless pull ups and some girl is literally going, Check out his ass muscles. And I'm like, What the fuck is that? Oh, fan you, service. You missed so much. Like that part is good, but you did miss the MMA class was quite good. First of all, when they when he's he's like like I think it's like um I don't, I don't remember. It's like like Sungyuk or someone is like, all right, it's time yeah. for Ossel's MMA class. <laughs> and then it pops up Ossel's MMA class's logo and does the windows. Ta-da! <laughs> um, and then, oh. and so yeah. he's he's showing them and they're like, okay. And then, you know, obviously you just sort of, you, you know, do this to get out of this. And one of the girls is like, but what if he has his hands over your mouth? And Ossel says, in that situation, you just have to deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Like, bite him. life advice. Well, no, it's not, you know, maybe that would work, but his advice is just, you know, you just got to step up. It's like, this is not helpful. <laughs> no, at all. They uh, bully, uh, I think it's Kyung Ryul, the wife guy, a little bit, mm-hmm. a lot this episode. It was like, mm-hmm. ah, but, you know, oh, this hot guy, that, that's not what a, an attacker would look like. It would be someone like, oh, like Kyung Ryul. Yeah, he's like, you know, really nice and unassuming to the people he knows. I don't remember who it is that is the shirtless one, right? But it's I Kyung Ryul. No, it's not. No. Kyung Ryul's the, the the pale thin wife guy. Okay. <laughs> um 
I like that before he does that, you see him building. He's basically doing like like push up little push up bars, right? And yeah, you yeah. see him building them. He just gets little pieces of wood and hammers them together, and then just drops them down in the middle of the ground and starts going. <laughs> I was like, what is he making with this like dinky little? Oh, I mean, <laughs> sure. You know what? Makes sense. Oh yeah, I just found the scene. Look at his butt muscles. I told you. Oh yeah, everybody's like egging him on. Song is like, "Hey, hey, these lav mics. Let's drop the mics. Let's, you know, let's, let's get ripped." Uh, my favorite bit of comedy here was I think it was Insun, the um, Produce One Hundred One host or whatever, who says that this whole game had her confused to death, and then she's like, "Like I thought, like okay, again, another weird subtitle or mm-hmm. translation thing." And she's like, "Wait, is that the term confused confused to death?" And someone's like. Uh, what do they? How do they correct the producer? Say, like, like, yeah, they're like it's it's scared to death. It's just, oh, confused to scared to death. Confused like, no, just, to scary just, death. Just, <laughs> just scared to death. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, confused to scary death. That's perfect. I like it. Like instead of being like, um, actually, in these confessionals don't like talk with a producer. They're just like, oh yeah, it's this phrase. Oh yeah, this phrase. It's kind of weird, right? They never did. Yeah, that on I, other shows. it was uh, it was fun. <clears throat> Um, and then something really strange happens as we vote on who to eliminate. Um, and I want to ask you guys about this. So Macho, I'm like, this guy's going to the fucking graveyard. He knows he's losing. He's sad. We're basically seeing his like end game confessional. Mm-hmm. And he gets like, whatever, five, six, five votes eventually. Mm-hmm. J-Hook gets one vote to leave. Mm-hmm. And then we learn that the leader of the team is like, hey, Macho, if I don't choose you to be eliminated, you're my fucking right hand man, dude. You owe everything to me now. I'm saving you from <laughs> certain oblivion. He's like, you got it, dude. And they just don't pick him. They instead eliminate Jaehyuk. Well, it's the leader's mm-hmm. decision. Then so, what do the votes mean? So the that votes was just are the, the leader. Go ahead, yeah, the leader. There doesn't have to be a vote. The vote is a thing that the leader has now done twice because it makes sense to do to pull your constituency. That's so weird. I kind of like that. It feels very dictatorial in the way that it should. Right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think, you know, I think he's hoping that people will vote for the one he wants. Or he's seeing, like, okay, if everyone picks Macho, right, it's like, maybe I can't overrule that. But they were a bit torn. They were a little bit torn. And I think the thing that got me here, um, Heejun is a punk-ass little bitch. Um, and he actually did convince me that Macho shouldn't be the pull, right? Shouldn't be the the one mm-hmm. kicked. Because he's like, obviously Macho was incompetent, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yes. it was one game. <laughs> the more important thing is that Oliver is going around and turning us Oliver's against each other nonstop. Bitch. The Ol- yeah. yeah, the Oliver is just going around like talking shit about everyone. The reason I'm elected this morning this is, you know, speaking as Heejun. The reason you were elected this morning is because everyone was so sick of Oliver's scheming bullshit. And I'm so he, doing it. <laughs> and so he's like, obviously, there's an argument to be made that I should send home the person who is tearing our little society apart. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Agreed. Same. And then he doesn't do that either. No. And and like Oliver got almost half the votes. Jaehyuk got this caught the stray because quote you just didn't really stand out you were kind of boring and it's like what that's I mean, so bullshit it's two which two, is two true, weeks in a row but... that's what happened last week too 
Yeah, this is again an elimination that happens for no reason related to the game. Though also, this one is to a degree like he didn't stand out to a point where they were like, and we're sending home, yeah, like him. And I'm like, yeah, wait, who are you? <laughs> yeah, it's like it, for the for the listener, it's like if you were like, okay, here's Greg and here's Bill. Greg and Bill fucking hate each other. Bill lied to Greg and like fucked him up. Now, mm-hmm. viewer, who do you think he's gonna get eliminated? You're like, oh, probably <laughs> Bill. And they're like, you got it. It's Marissa. You're like, wait, wait, who? When? <laughs> Why? Who? Why? I didn't remember J-Hook at all. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. Sango cries for the camera here. He really fucking sells He really did. Yeah, the, the leader of the opposite team. Well, he's a comedian. He's like a performer. I understand. Yeah. He's like, and, yeah, and his, his, like, his explanation makes sense, right? He's just like, right. I'm seeing this, and I'm realizing this is bullshit, and I'm going to have to do this eventually if this keeps <laughs> up, yep. and that mm. sucks. Being a leader must be really hard. Yeah. It's, you know, it's uh. so easy to, like, honestly, you know what this made me think of? Some of this, like, the, like, swirling politics of this episode, like, alliances and people, like, pretending to be on your side. Yeah. Is is a bad memory that we all share. Oh, no, no. Don't say shit. Don't say <laughs> Oh, my God! <laughs> and I was it's like... It's been years. You have to explain. You have to explain. So... Was that not for the Garnet Wager? Why did we? No, that was just no. for us. We just did that. Um, yeah, yeah. Just give them the rundown. So there is a uh, a game, a like a real time strategy game, and not real time as in like StarCraft. Real time as in you send troops, and it's like okay, the game's gonna keep running. They'll arrive in seventeen hours, right? A week long uh, game of strategy and diplomacy, according to its yes. Um, it's basically a game about lying to your friends. Yeah. Um and. We ended up pulling the plug on it because <laughs> almost everyone, I, I understand there were a few people this is not true for, but for the most part, everyone was so stressed out and upset we had to stop. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I beat you. Like, I, I was going to knock you out in a way that was bullshit, Six. I think you were going to set me back pretty hard. I don't. I don't know if it was like... Oh, that's that's the thing too. Like, it wasn't like quite that you were gone, but it was like it was you were like so far. I, I I was both stressed out because of um. I guess we're gonna go deeper on this than I planned to. I was stressed out both because of politics, which I was mostly playing pretty well, but some people weren't following mm-hmm. the kind of logic I expected, and then also like. There is a random factor of basically, imagine there are hero units, and the hero units are not balanced. Some are way better than others. And Nick just got the best one like three <laughs> times in a row, and it was like, okay, I automatically lose this fight. Um, and I, I was like, the biggest I'm problem, done. It, it, <clears throat> if we wanted to do Subterfuge again, which I don't, no. then <laughs> everybody, ha- everybody has to reveal who they are in turn one. Like, just say who you are. Because lying about who you are was where it went from like we're being we're playing a sneaky video game to like you're deceptive you're like a deceptive person and that's where we know we never want to play this game. Again. Alan, that wouldn't have stopped me even slightly. I know six. I, I would like child. It, if if I know we're in the context of a game and I'm not actually hurting you, I don't give a uh-huh. shit if you know my name when I'm lying to you. <laughs> Oh Except, wasn't it me? I was the one pretending to be. Well, then. and the thing is, very know. few people believed you. Right. Yeah. Right. 
But what if anyone does, then they run on the assumption like, oh, this is six. And it's mm-hmm. But it was bad, just like bad. the strategy I was like going with of like, yeah, fuck, it. it's a game. I'll be deceptive and like, etc. That some people were not down with. And so to roll it back, to roll it back, this is a good thing about society. This is a good thing about society game is that they actually are getting into like the deceptive trickiness that feels like, wait, that was bullshit. And it's like, no, that was actually fully in the rule book. And that's what we need more of in this game is like investment in the the meta game so to speak i don't know if i, I feel like we need the game in order to appreciate <laughs> to the appreciate meta-game. the meta game yeah yeah I mean, I, we need both we really need both I, yeah i think we need better games and like also i don't know like when you do the like here's the only rule there are no rules it's like well okay yeah i guess anything's fair at that point it doesn't mean anything's yeah. compelling it doesn't mean i'm happy no. to see here like have endless shots of like Oliver pulling someone aside and I as much God. as I appreciate the gratuitous English but pulling aside individually basically every possible person is like it's you and me we got to murder all these people and it's like shut the <laughs> fuck up Oliver even people in Astong were like oh Oliver there he goes why is he just so obviously campaigning uh-huh. everybody knows what he's doing I, I can't believe they didn't why is he allowed like, to just do that, cut him yeah. out mm-hmm. did you guys watch the preview for next week I did Someone's going in the fucking boo-boo box from home. <laughs> Someone's going to jail. <laughs> Someone's going. He says, just give me one bite. And they're like, start. he's going to get hotboxed in like a fucking deprivation chamber, I guess. It's just going to get weirder and weirder. I can already tell. I mean, I, yeah, it, they gave him jails yeah. for a reason. Like, I, I appreciated people like having fun. Is, is that the soda bottle from this week? Like stuck through the, the bars of the jail cell? Maybe. Because the leader got a soda this week and it looks mm-hmm. like... Through the bars, like the empty bottle is just He's like holding the bottle, shoved through the the door. There, it's amazing. But uh, they're having fun with each other. I remember a, a few moments in Madong. The way you know the leadership works is you can only change if somebody starts a rebellion in the rebellion room by hitting a gong. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of other things make gong sounds, like the metal cooking bowls they have. And so I think it was the, the leader Sungok like was in the shower stall that they made and somebody just like goes like sneakily goes up and takes this big metal bowl and smacks it against a rock and then mm-hmm. do a whole thing. It was like, huh? Did, was that Did somebody just start a rebellion while I'm in the fucking shower? Well, I, uh, and it also brings us to an, another early reveal from that sort of a reveal of something that happened last episode. So our original leader of Ma Dong was Hei Sung, right? Mm-hmm. And we got the yeah. conversation between him and Sagyuk where Hae-sung's like, listen, I gave you a key of rebellion. Uh, I don't know why I did that, actually. That was probably stupid. <laughs> but, like, yeah. you're asking me to look out for your team, and I have to prioritize my team. And Sagyuk's like, well, uh-huh. then we can't we can't do this. I have to rebel at this point. And then he rebels and overthrows him. Um, and at the time, it was like, wow, Hae-sung really misplayed that, right? Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. we get the, like, unabridged version of that discussion now and it is Sangyuk being like I mean I, I have to rebel and Sung's like okay that seems fair how about this how about you rebel and when you're leader you just make sure I don't die and we'll just trade off being leader simple <laughs> and it's like oh huh okay I smell a rebellion in the next two episodes I mean I would hope so but I yeah, just don't know if it'll succeed mm-hmm. what's the point of all these keys if you ain't gonna use them Exactly. McKee exactly. deserves a lock, you know what I'm saying? They should have... Uh, I thought you were making a K-pop reference. <laughs> no, God. 
don't even know what that reference would be. We there need more game. There's a song called Advice Racist. You know, some, oh. Something key to my lock. It's like, yeah. Oh, because anyway. I referenced the cotton. The c- yes, 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 yes. Go, yes. Do, we'll do, it go do it, Do it, six. six. <laughs> you absolute swine goblin. <laughs> Anyways, can we take it home? What's what's left? What's left? What is left? I mean, nothing. I, I guess what's left is it seems like it's a foregone conclusion that you two want to keep watching. Yes. <sighs> yes. I think. What I else think are we so. gonna it's, do? What's the yeah. alternative? You, we have to feed the content mill six. That's not yeah. hard. That's <laughs> not hard. If there are lots of things we could mill. do. Somehow they made an, a season two of this. I feel like I have faith in the uh, team to maybe, like, team? make team? it better. Team. But like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's funny. Sorry. No, go ahead. We made you know we did the Garnet Wager. We mm-hmm. love it. We were like, wow, Korean game shows are so cool. In the year that we took off, team. In the year that we took team, off, team, 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 it's like team. the world has realized the appeal of Korean game show style things. Mm. Uh, they've just do it now, and now there's so many more. Should we watch Physical 100? What which is, is about a bunch of buff people, buff Korean people? You just want to my watch roommate a bunch watches of buff it. Korean people. No, my roommate watches it or watched it with his girlfriend. It's been compared to squid game but it's actually not dramatic like it's real it's a real yeah. it's supposed to a fictional show i mean listen you're you're asking what we could do and if that is an actual question or if if, if that's an actual question i have answers if you're just being rhetorical and being like i want to do okay. this that's fine i'm outvoted it's whatever I don't... if anything I, you know there are there's the amazing race and the sp- magical girls whatever spinoff that we found six from from mm-hmm. John oh Jungle. yeah I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe we I gotta mean, try the amazing race. And there's race, Crime but. Scene Season 2. And Crime Scene There's season Where on the World is Carmen San Diego. We have options. There's Where's Waldo. I think, yeah, I think, it, Where's Wally. I'd like to give Society Game the, the third app. Yeah. Me I mean, you, you're gonna want to give it a fourth app. We're just doing it. Okay. Uh, not necessarily. Maybe three sucks so much. There was a big one. improvement from one to two. I mean, part, I think part of the thing that the moment that was a big tell for me is when Nick was like, I love it when they fail to cut off a chicken's head. And I'm like, okay, so nothing that I dislike <laughs> is something games. Nick dislikes. <laughs> I mean, that is just how we like, work, I, love, I love suffering and misery. And I'm like, great. No, okay. it's not. It was it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I knew we would have very different, you know, reactions and opinions. It's okay. I watched I watched that part. She left right after with my girlfriend. And she's like, are they going to? No. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do it. And they can do it. It's just don't show that. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, guess I'm doing this for the next year of my life. Year? There are ten episodes, and we're doing one a month. Oh, so far, <laughs> and thus far, but you know, and and onwards. Yeah. Perhaps, but you know. yeah. I'm going to get back to you on June 24th, 2024, and be like, Mm -hmm. are you still watching Society Game Season 1? And when you're not, I'm going to fucking cook you alive. Like a chicken. Wait, don't cook a chicken. Like a fucking... (laughs) That'll be like, no, because the podcast stalled out again, because I had some (laughs) terrible edit, and I'm stuck. Uh... Because I have edited more shattering glass sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) I reached my free download limit of <laughs> glassbreaksoundeffects.com. Uh, 
Six, where can people find you in real life? You can't. You, Piss my off. friend, got owned. Okay. Alan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can listen to me on Chats, colon, a television podcast. We're doing a really fun game over there. Speaking of games. Games? Uh, for season 16, we picked 16 shows voted on by the listeners. Uh, we're watching the pilots of each, and we're forming a bracket to see which shows go on. And eventually, the winner, we will watch all of it and as our oh, TV book club fun. podcast format. Yeah, it's going really well so far. We just did... Um, Alias versus Stargate SG One, which was a fun matchup. Oh, what is Some the, the pilot for SG One like? It's an hour and a half. It's it's mostly a sequel to the movie. Uh, uh, mm. It's like following up to the movie, which I haven't seen. So I was like, I ah. mostly don't know what's going on. But uh, that I'm not gonna tell you who won that, even though that I think that episode's out. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the matchups are fun. They're like like we're doing Misfits versus Heroes, like two superhero shows. But some of the matchups are like. The Tick versus Six Feet Under, which is like <laughs> just a bad matchup. Anyways, that's six my feet main under other gig. Six a fucking chance. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, that's my main other gig, though. Check it out. Oh, wait, you're doing the live action Tick. Okay, well, that might be a uh, We're doing, fight. no, I think we're doing the cartoon Tick. I'm oh, it's fucking done, man. I'm doing the, like, like the... Tick? No, I'm saying the No, I'm saying the cartoon Tick is going to fucking body Six Feet Under. Really? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I'll get back to you in a week. Anyways, Nick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you should listen to Bottle Crow, which Six and I do. You really shouldn't. You really should. Wait. Nobody should, but like, yeah. You can. Technically can. Bottle Crow Reborn, a podcast about Dota 2, but not really. We're going to record a, a Battle Crow. There's the Patreon bonus uh, mm-hmm. where we... we Record while playing a video game every month. We have Battle a, a Street Fighter Six. When we'd have to do it as a stream for it to be any worth. I think so. Be yeah. a little while, probably. Makes sense. We haven't had time to develop our SF Six brand yet. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, which it's is, still new. Mm-hmm. Like Street Fighter Four, you know, we we have there's a meta there for Six and I, because I I don't know I I don't play many fighting games, but uh, but when I do with Six. Like we we get into it, you know. So I think we have to we have to let that fester a little, you know, before bringing it out into the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You say so. I'm very say so. All right, folks, that's all we got. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we've been six, Alan and Nick, and we're gonna go make burgers in the bunker. Bunker burgers. Bunker burgers. Oh man, we gotta come put out the official recipe for bunker burgers. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do we? Uh-huh. In the show notes. Okay, in the show notes. Not for this episode, because it might take okay. me long. You know, it might take us longer than that to come up with it, to, to you know, formally write okay. it down. Uh, spoilers, so. this is about to be the first time we've cooked bunker burgers, and we actually don't know what we're about to do. I mean, I haven't been stuck in a bunker for a while. I said bunker is a strong term for this house. But... I mean, yeah, it's Have just a house. The... It's true. Have you guys it's seen the recipe really for nice that like mention, Japanese style burger where you steam the burger and then you you don't use any bread but you make a sauce that you pour on top of the burger? Sure. Steamed hands? Yeah, how about you a cut steak? It and it's basically a Salisbury, but you know, better. S- sounds like you're describing Salisbury. <laughs> you're fucking blowing my mind. <laughs> it's it's literally a steak. Well, no, it's a steak that's like combined like ground beef. It's not steak. That's meat. what Salisbury steak. That's what Salisbury steak. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hello, Alan and Nick, and welcome to this room of the Genius House. This I'm room Six Detmar. In the middle of Genius House. I'm Alan. I'm How Alan. How are you guys doing? And I'm, I'm Alan. good. <laughs> I'm excited to record some The Garnet Wager. I have excellent, excellent. So we go ahead. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Please, I have please. the giggles. Oh well. Wow. Oh, us a, a that right quick. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's a pretty I'm good sorry sample. I asked. <laughs> uh, well, we're, you know, we're still here in the house. We're going to be here mm -hmm. uh, until the murder mystery is solved, right? That's what I hear. We're stuck. And so I, uh, on your behalf, I reached out to Crime Scene, and I was oh. like, hey, is there any way we could speed this along, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I have here uh, a... Uh, Basically, I uh, think uh, I want like a really brutal, brutal sprite. sprite. <laughs> that's that's me being given my choice of elemental. <laughs> um, Shut the fuck up, Nick. So, basically, we got a murder to solve. I have been have been given permission to sort of GM, I guess. The murder investigation is a way of putting it. Okay. Um, Master of the game. Okay. We brought in. A, uh, a a U.S. government official to sort of like license a uh, an adaptation of the murder so that you guys can solve it in a way that can be listened to by audio people with their ears. Audio people. Here's a link to a roll twenty. Oh shit! I didn't know about this beforehand at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink. Wild cherry Pepsi. While we wait for these two to join. That's wild. I'm gonna drink some scotch. I thought about drinking alcohol for this, and I might for future sessions, mm -hmm. right? But the AC it. is not really killing it in here. I'm I'm too hot right now for that. So I should have. Let's see. Show to players. Visible to everyone. Alan Nasty. Nicholas Zabif. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> I am Kobe Nicholas Zebif. Okay, you should have both the ability to see both character sheets Shits. and the ability to edit your own, which frankly I should not have given you, but if you fuck things up, I will know. So, <clears throat> allow me to, uh, to, to lead us into it here. Yes. You are Nicholas Zebif. And Alan Nasty, mm -hmm. uh, two investigators. You have been sent to a uh, remote manor, right? Mm -hmm. This is the Sage Manor. Okay. It is a, a mansion the up time. in the mountains, isolated from the world, uh, because there has been a murder. <gasps> uh, a young woman who formerly went by the name Steeler Unk but rebranded herself as the Unctra Despair Girl, was killed. And your job as investigators is to determine who is responsible. You have not been given a whole lot of information about the house. Uh, on your way in, you were let in by uh, a lady introducing herself as Regent Young. And you were also greeted by what who appears to be the master of the house, a, uh, a very ostentatious gentleman known as the quartz contender Ooh, okay you now you find yourself in the foyer uh 
Regent Young has indicated the location of the body, which is in a, a room nearby, which is currently shut, but not locked. You can just go right in. There are also other areas of the house if you would like to do some exploring. The floor is yours. What would you like to do? I want to explore the house. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, you know, who, who's, who it, Nicholas Zabif is, you know? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's you. Is it just me? Should we do? Should we be in character? I mean, we are in a murder mystery IRL right now, trapped in this this house. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like I mean, it's a therapeutic thing, you know. You know, all all names and and characters are, uh, you know, have no relation to anyone in the real world. Okay, um, is that's any, true. Any, mm-hmm. It's a pure coincidence. Any any relation you would find, um, but. The details of this crime are sufficient to solve the real world crime. Right. Okay. Right. Understood. Okay. Well, um, hello, Alan. We and once again we are here, the ultimate detectives, to solve oh. a crime. Oh shit! Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think first we should uh, we should investigate the crime scene? Crime well. scene. Uh, I think any good investigation starts with investigating. So yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at the crime. The <laughs> that is what the they crime. say about investigation. It starts <laughs> best with investigation. Onwards. Uh, okay. Oh shit! I just realized I fucked a thing up. I'm leaving this in. Um, <clears throat> Nick, I uh, I. Wrote, I gave you a spell as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as a human wizard, you get one cleric spell. I thought it'd be really funny to give you speak with dead, aka instantly solve the mystery. Yeah. You don't actually get that. You're getting a different one. You're getting like cure light wounds or something. You did this. I'm not letting you just... I know, but it was a joke for me that I was going to change before we went live and then I forgot. <laughs> it's a great joke. <laughs> Uh, I am not letting you instantly solve the murder. That's a I problem have, for I me. Have solved the murder. Uh, hang on, let me go to cleric real quick. Uh, I'll give you some options. Okay. Um, so okay, you can pick any uh, one spell from the cleric sheet here. Um, you can pick a rote spell which is the same as a cantrip you can use it as many times as you want or a first level spell i originally gave you speak with dead as a gag which is of course a first level spell the rotes light sanctify and guidance uh light i think you basically already have as a wizard i think there's another version of that uh sanctify is like you can be like oh here i made holy water right um so you can do it for things other than water you can do it for food too Uh, and guidance is like hey god uh, I got a question, and basically a symbol will make a gesture to try and communicate the answer to your question, as best your deity is able. Okay. First level spells, Bless, which uh, helps, it's, it's a combat buff, Cure Light Wounds, that's a heal, Detect Alignment, Cause Fear, Magic Weapon, and Sanctuary, which basically uh, you cast Sanctuary and in a, a area perimeter you are alerted if someone has ill intent let's go with sanctuary i will choose sanctuary okay i will give you sanctuary uh okay can i also Uh, take one no okay (laughs) what uh what class are you alan i'm a bard 
Yeah. As a bard, your uh, racial ability is that when you enter an important location, and you get to generally decide what is considered an important location, you may ask the GM for one fact from the history of that location. You are currently entering this room where the uh, where the murder occurred. Um, allow me to give you a quick description of the room. So this is a ret- rectangular room. Um, the walls are made of uh, slats of thin overlapping wood kind of arranged. Um, they overlap uh, horizontally, but the effect, if you look at it, is kind of like shingles on a roof. Uh, the floor is made of a bunch of ceramic tiles. Um, they're cut square, but they are also modified so that there are two basically semicircles cut. There are tiles that are cut, you know, um, abnormally in order to form two semicircles, one by the door and one opposite on the other side of the room. In the middle of the room is a body. We will get to that in a second. Um, Along the walls are uh, a couple of different, like, storage lockers and stuff. On the floor, on, like, sort of a, like, a small table, but, like, just very barely propped up off the floor. Over by the door is a large safe. And then in the middle of the room, uh, close, I guess, sort of closer to the other wall, right? The far wall. Mm-hmm. Um but not quite against the wall, is a body um, a pale, impaled upon a spear. The body is soaked with blood, as is the floor. There is a very large quantity of blood all over the place. Uh, the spear itself has gone clean through the body and is propping the body up as it is sort of like bent backwards. Its arms are draped down its body and is draped over the spear with its uh, its legs planted on the floor, with sort of a 130 degree angle or so. And the uh, a, t- a tile has shattered where this spear has punched through the ground. So the spear has come up through the ground? Like where the... Has, it, uh, presumably has come from above from going above. Okay, downwards so and pierced yeah. into the ground. Is the blood uh, dried? Wet? Um, It is... I'm going to say it is wet, but that is not, it is not meaningful, right? Like, if I was going to be perfectly realistic, it would be like, okay, the blood has dried because it took you a while to get here or something. It's crusty, um, but it's not, you know. I, I, I just don't want it to be that gross, right? <laughs> I see. Dry, dry, <laughs> like, partially coagulated blood looks gross. Uh-huh. For effect, it is it is wet, and if you want to do some kind of experiment or something with it, I guess, I will let you. Um, but it is not like... The fact that it is that it seems fresh is not like a hint about some weird like anti-coagulating blood magic or something. All right. Mm-hmm. I just I just want this to be easier to clean up later. Does it appear <laughs> that there is like a hole from the ceiling where the spear could have come from? Um, that's a great question. You're going to have to uh, roll for that one for me. What would you like me to roll? Um, I would like you to roll. This looks to me like a discern realities. Okay. Ooh. Ne- I don't. Have I played Dungeon World before? I don't think you have. This is wisdom plus zero. Uh, hey, mine's minus one. I'm not very wise. I am not very wise. Nice. Uh, okay. Maybe not. You have rolled a 10, which is pretty solid. Um, 
So okay. what are these die? Is it a d20 or? Yeah, you're rolling d6s. You can hover over the roll to see the details. D6 plus three oh, plus what? one. Yeah. Two d two d6 plus your modifier. Mm-hmm. I own dungeon. Um, so in this instance, you get to ask three questions from this list below. Um, so you can see the list here, but I will read it for the listener. What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? Mm. Um, I will keep your general, your the question that brought you to this in mind, and I will, unless you like clearly pick other questions somehow, you'll you'll get the answer to that with these what here is useful or valuable to me um i think you get the sense that there is more to be learned from the body itself right Mm -hmm. um you do get a weird vibe from i would say the far wall feels i think the the arrangement of the like the the slats and the way they overlap is very consistent except for on the far wall the pattern varies a little bit in a way that seems unusual to you right mm-hmm. um and 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 perhaps warrants further uh investigation is there anything else that is useful or valuable to you um I think another thing you notice that is that it catches your attention is that it was hard to notice at first because they are covered in blood, but there are a number of slips of paper. There are three slips of paper on the ground. Paper. Um, and you pick them up, and it's hard to read with the blood, but you manage to read that one of them says crime scene and two of them say society game. Interesting. Those, Alan, those have to be the the votes. The votes that we cast. Right, the votes for which show we're going to watch. I, uh... I wrote Crime Scene. (laughs) I think we we knew that, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we knew that. Yeah, we knew that. Uh, What do I investigate? We got the body, we've got this wall on the back, and we've got these pieces of paper. Nick, what's sticking out to you? Nick Nasty. Is the vault... what's, What's going on with the vault? The, the safe, the sorry. Nicholas, um, oh. what is going on with the vault? Thank you. The fucking, the safe. So I think, um, I mean, uh, Alan still has two questions, but I'll just give you that, you know, in the spirit of just, you know, taking turns a little bit, yeah, here, keeping yeah. everybody engaged. I appreciate it. Um, the safe has, um, I think it probably has a little bit of blood splashed on it on the bottom, right? But you don't see that there are any clear fingerprints on it. You don't see any blood on it. You don't see any sign like besides that little bit splashed on the base. Like there's nothing on the dial or anything. Um, as best as you can tell, the safe has been more or less left alone. Um, if there was something in there before this incident, uh, that would not be something you would probably be able to tell. Right. Okay. So you don't know what's inside. Um, but as best you can tell, this incident has not affected the safe whatsoever. There was no attempt. Like, it's not like they were trying to put things in the safe when they were killed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, What happened here recently? Uh, So, you can tell by the... 
So there's a here's a weird thing, okay, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. The semicircle on the far wall um, of tiles, sort of like reaching out from that far wall. Um, there is obviously the the tiles are sort of like a little messed up where the spear punches through, right? Mm-hmm. The other thing is there's a a weird pattern of the blood around the edges of the semicircle, right? As though it's been kind of swirled a little bit. And so that's a that's a weird thing that that is a result of recent action, right? Mm-hmm. Swirled. And there's also sort of an absence of of recency in a way that is interesting because as you step through this, you are leaving some footprints because there's a lot of blood here. It's kind of unavoidable. And yours are the only one that are here. There are not other blood footprints in this room. Hmm. Last but not least, what here is not what it appears to be? Um, hmm. How does one answer that question? Interesting thing. <laughs> um, I mean, first of all, this all just feels weird, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a murder mystery, right? But it is like uh It appears on its face to be a locked room murder, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't feel like the pieces are in place for that to make sense, right? Like, you've investigated locked room murders, right? Where there was like, oh, someone got of shot course. by a crossbow in a locked room. And it was like, ah, you found a thread that was like going through like a like under the door and someone pulled on the thread to fire the crossbow while they were outside the room or whatever. There's stupid shit people set up for their fucking Rube Goldberg machines, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you don't see a lot of sign of that. Yeah, there's no switches flipped. There's no tile that's like overturned. There's nothing like that. I mean, there there's no tile overturned. There is the crack tile, and there is the weird blood pattern, mm-hmm. right? Of like of of near the edges of that that far semicircle on the ground, and those are sort of like okay, these seem like they're hinting at something, right? But like, it doesn't feel like you are going to like take a few steps to the side and turn your head and be like, ah, now it's all in perspective. It feels like there is like literally information missing. Like there are elements of this mystery that must be outside of this box you're standing in. Mm-hmm. It can't be all here. That doesn't make sense. Something so unless that... I suppose this person just lifted a spear up real good and then threw it at themselves with incredible speed mm-hmm. over a set, like three inches of distance. And you don't think there's anyone, you know, that could do that. I mean, the unk, unk to despair girl is pretty strong. From uh, from the physique, <laughs> but unlikely. Well, sure, but this is a uh, that's not that character doesn't exist here. This is the Unctra Despair girl, um, and she was a um, kind of a, a mischievous character, I suppose. Uh, do you like? Let's see. Let's. How about you make a roll for me, so you you we see how much you know. I know I just clicked in your sheet, um, but why don't you spout lore for me? <laughs> spout. I've gotten a 10. I, so how do I see that it's 2d6? Where does hover it over? Uh, if you hover over the roll, it shows rolling 2d6 plus 2 intelligence plus 0 plus 0 forward plus 0 ongoing global equals 3 plus 5 parenthesis 2 plus 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 0. Literally nothing happens if I mouse over the move. If you mouse over the number 10? Oh, the number 10. Oh, the, the number chat. 10. Okay. In the chat. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Um, anyway. So this is a success. Um, 
I, my, as GM, I am to tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. So that's pretty easy to do because this is, you know, your murder victim, right? right? Um, the um, Steeler Unk, a.k.a. the Unctra Despair Girl, was a, like, thief for hire who was kind of a subject of, like, for a while there was a real back and forth as to how seriously to take her, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, she would, she would like, steal things that were, like, important, like, real crimes, right? She would, you know, she would rob a business or something. She would also do, like, small pranks in a way. And also sometimes she would do, like, weird, like, stealth charity in a way. Like, sometimes she was trying to make people really upset at the loss, sometimes she was actually taking problems away from people, right? There was a real hope and despair to it um, in a way that's kind of strange. Um, when she rebranded herself the Unctra Despair Girl, she kind of stepped up the the echelon of trouble she was causing. Um, and I think you know that she caused someone to die. Um, huh. Essentially, someone, there was an individual who was in a very dangerous situation um, who had a magic item that was going to protect them, and she stole it so that they would die. Gotcha. Of course, this is, uh, this is in the case file, you know, before we got here, perhaps. And, and also, you did a little bit of asking around. Like, this is why this is a role, right? Um, right. is you, you probably asked, you had the sense to, to ask a few people before you showed up here, right? About like, Hey, I'm going to go check this out. What do you know about this girl? What are the stories around here mm-hmm. about this local, this local character who I think, you know, that, yeah, for a while people were like, ah, you know, kind of lover, kind of hater, uh, you know, a scamp, a rascal. Some people were like, ah, oh, she's a menace. And then after becoming the unctured despair girl, people were like, it seems like she's getting involved in a world that is bigger trouble and people had complicated feelings about that do we do we know if anybody who who's her enemy like who would she have pissed off by by causing some this person to die this thing to die um there was a, a, a well there was a man called the gauze guy who she stole this magic artifact from right okay but because of this he's gone and so, like, she kind of closed that loop. Um, in theory, there could be some people who, like, would, would be mad about that happening, who would have been on the gauze guy's side. Um, you're not aware of who that might be. He was not... He was sort of a... He was a strange figure who, I guess, kind of like the Unter Despair Girl in a way, over time began to be more ambitious and have bigger plans in ways that set people against him. Okay. So a list of allies is hard to conjure because people probably wouldn't be open about that because at a certain, by the end he was scheming some pretty large scale destruction. Mm-hmm. Alan Nasty. Mr. Zabif. Please, Mr. Zabif is my father. Call me Dr. Zabif. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should Attempt to manipulate some of these odd features or perhaps investigate the wall. I happen to have some experience in wall building myself. 
I'm all about breaking down walls. Let's make it happen. I kind of feel like we're circling the drain when it comes to the information readily available. We must pursue additional. Uh, I, of course, always have my handy stale baguette here. Uh, and I think I have a stale baguette in like a pouch. And I'd like to toss it onto the, uh, the circular tile near, nearest the body. Um, so to be clear, it is a bunch of tiles cut into like the swirl pad, the sure. I get what you Um, mean. I'm not going to make you roll for this. You toss the baguette and it gets a little bit of blood on it. Oh, oh, but it just kind of lands. Oh, Oh, that's a little, Ooh, the baguette. You threw it into blood, right? The baguette (laughs) rolls. Just just wanted to check. Yeah, yeah. No, there is <laughs> not going to make no, you roll for that. Uh, there are no blades that spring from the floor. You are okay. Excellent. Are okay. Uh, uh, can you roll undertake a perilous journey? <laughs> <laughs> but on the on the behalf of the baguette, okay. I want to see how much if says? it's still edible. Right. I don't even have that move. Uh, yeah. Well, you you do, but it's there are a bunch of generic moves. Um, yeah, you have okay. listed sort of special moves. There are a bunch of generics that are not on your okay. Gotcha. Radar. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna go over to the uh, to the circle and and see if like it moves. So now, like with my foot, I'm trying to you know I'm feeling the tile. I'm uh, I'm testing mm-hmm. the structural integrity. Maybe doing you know a little mm-hmm. bit of a you know kicking the tires on it. Is there anything different you know about this this surface? Um, same texture. This this is a roll. You know, the um, the sound of it, or something like that. Perhaps a Home Depot check. I think this is a dexterity check. All right. Dex. So I think this is is, is is you trying to manipulate your foot in such a way to draw an appropriate reaction. Five. Um, that's a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Slip like a banana peel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? I mean, you sort of like, like daintily stretch out and you're like, hmm, I think I feel something. I just need a little bit more. And you stretch a little bit further... And you um, are not the most athletic person in the world, not the most limber, right? Um, But you have spread your legs a little wide on a slippery surface, and um, momentum then forces you, and a lack of of friction, uh, forces you to do a split in a way that is intensely painful. Uh, Roll 1d4. This slash roll 1d4. Slash. Four. Okay, you take four damage. <laughs> Excellent. You are now at 14 health. Sorry, I was using the numpad, but that's also good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's four on the numpad that I carry around with me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm a bit of a, a wizard of the soundboard. Myself. Wait. Ah, what would you ah, like to do? Alan! Alan, help Can me! I... Oh, okay. Well, we got oh, it. We got it. We got it. Nasty. This is you... nasty. Are you okay? Can you get up? Can you move? Don't maybe don't Can, move. Bring, give me your hand. Yeah, I, I'll give you a big, strong oh, big hand. Oh, such a big, strong hand. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Dust myself off, but I'm covered in blood, so it doesn't do anything. Uh, Nicholas, what is your bond with Alan? Uh, Alan Nasty is often the butt of my jokes. Okay, I just thought I'd check. I just made That's such a face. 
I just made such a face. IRL. That's what six wrote. That's what six. I know. Wrote. That's why I made the face. Okay. <laughs> you're doing the dance. You're making the face. Yeah, I'm doing the exactly. Exactly. So you uh, don't feel like it, it's. It, you thought maybe you were onto something, mm-hmm. but you know, in in the wake of your your now like very limbered up crotch in a way that's very oh, yeah. uncomfortable, extremely um, over limbered. You're you're not sure how much of that was a uh, a mental reach in addition to the physical one. Mm-hmm. So. So Nick tried to investigate the the wall and he slipped and hurt the ground. himself. The floor, the ground the floor. in front. Of was him. trying to was basically trying to push the tiles with his foot. Okay, and he slipped. Mm-hmm. Alan, can you see anything about this this wall? Something about these tiles is not. They did not follow the recommended manufacturer overlap pattern. Uh, yep. Which for an interior is not as critical due to I assume the the need not to have. It'd be very waterproof to have the water flow properly. However, given the craftsmanship displayed for the rest of the room, it it does not make sense to me. Uh, I don't have any sort of spell for checking out this. Oh, I didn't give you any spells. Uh, let's take a look. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I need spells to do- address the wall situation. Uh, address the do wall. You not get spells. I don't know if bards get spells right away. Oh no, you just get arcane art. Basically, um, you can click on arcane art and see what it says. Arcane art. Basically, you can heal someone. You can give them a forward bonus to damage. You can clear their mind of an enchantment, or you can uh, give a buff to assists. Good to know. So I don't do that right now. I'm just going to tap against the wall with my weapon and hit random tiles and see if anything bumps. What is your weapon? Nudges. Um, six, is there a an answer to that, or can I make something up? You can make something up. Uh, it's a loot. It's a loot. Okay. Okay. Nice loot. Um, Fat go loot. Ahead and roll, go ahead and roll wisdom with a plus one. Uh, from your discern realities, because one of the things you you took particular interest in was the wall already. So, okay, that's a partial success. So then an eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, you didn't give yourself that. Well, that's still a partial. Success. I don't know how to do that. Um. Cool. Gotcha. Um. So, in this particular instance, what you um what you have achieved uh-huh. is. <gasps> Huh. Oh. That is interesting, isn't it? Uh-oh. So, you put your hand on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you start to push, and, and it's like, mm, no. And you sort of like a, a, a bit of a... You're giving like a quick push, and then if you don't feel something, you move and move it a little for a couple inches over and try again, right? Yeah. And you push on one spot, and you do feel something, and it, it is... It's at first it's just sort of like a little budge, and then you feel like you actually hear an audible click, as you can only imagine some sort of clockwork mechanism kicks in to sort of do, perform some like force assistance, right? A force multiplier, because mm-hmm. suddenly you are pushing the wall. And it is turning along with those tiles. The tiles basically, what you've discovered is the tiles form a full circle. 
there's the semicircle on this side, and then on the other side of a wall, there's another semicircle. Uh, so essentially, this wall is resting in the middle of a single circle that spins. Um, and the wall is spinning uh, as you push upon it. Um, and you see that the, the blood is shifted a little bit as this happens. That's what inspired the pattern earlier, obviously. Um, and the body spins with you because it is planted in these tiles. Yeah. Right. The one that was impaled. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you spin and you, you get a glimpse as you're spinning of a bunch more blood, right? And sort of a, a, a dark nook back here. And it clicks shut and you are on the other side of this wall and it is dark. It is oh. very dark. Uh, have I gone in? Can I say that I've, you know... Sure, you can come with. Yep. Uh, I cast light. It's a rote spell. An item you touch glows with arcane light, about as bright as a torch. I'm going to say I, uh, I'm i going to touch the, the loot. Do you mind? Yeah. Do you mind if I touch your loot, Alan? Consent is important, and you may, in fact, touch my loot if it means that it'll get us through this. All right, I touched the loot. Um, I do have to apologize. Alan got a partial success, which meant there was going to be a consequence. Yeah. yeah. Alan was going to trigger that consequence, but by your action, you're the one triggering it, Nick. Of course. Um, and so there is a sound that is like Well, you 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 have done some tests. You know, you're 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 a veritable Sherlock Holmes, right? You have oui, oui. solved all manner of mysteries. Of course. And sometimes you have to demonstrate how it happens, right? Mm-hmm. And this so you have, happens. like, for example, set up a remotely triggered crossbow. And you know the sound of a crossbow bolt, <laughs> like the shooting out as the latch swings forward. And this is a lot like that, but, like, deeper mm-hmm. and louder. Okay. Um, and you get to make a saving throw here. Excellent. I don't know if this is part of Dungeon World technically, but I'm not Defy just going to shoot danger? a spear through your chest. When you act as... No. No. Never mind. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Roll Defy Danger. To what, not be shot in the chest by a spear. defend. When you stand in defense of a person, item, or location under well, attack? Well, if that happens, you'll get hit. Oh, defend okay. is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shrug it off and, and find shrug another benefit off. from this situation. Okay. If you want to not get hit, that's Defy Danger. I'm, I'm going to Defy danger but it says input value oh roll is ask so i can address it with um uh trigger would you this would be dexterity unless you could give me a reason it would be something else no i i think it would be it would be dex as well okay okay uh eight okay you stumble hesitate or flinch the gm will offer you a worse outcome hard bargain or ugly choice <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love ugly choices. Um, you're, you're ready to dodge out of the way, right? Of course. Um, we, we. and Alan, like, this is all, this is all, you're all perceiving this very quickly. Alan clearly can, has not realized what that sound was, right? No, mm-hmm. correct. And then you realize, like, I'm not the one who's going to get hit. You could shove Alan out of the way or Alan's going to get hit by this spear. Alan, mm. what is your HP? total uh when we switched hold on main and just wonder how different we hit point 15 what 15 
15. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, I'm, I'm going to jump in the way. Mr. President, get down. Get down. I'm Austrian for this turn. Nicholas. Okay. Um, roll a d6 for damage. It's a five. <laughs> okay. Take five damage. That, I'm down to nine HP, and that's that's the nine key. It's the line key. Uh, so the spear does not go clean through you, which is nice, right? It's a spear. Okay. That's nice, I guess. Um, It does, you know, it does break the skin mm-hmm. and the muscle and, you uh. know, perhaps a minor bone. It's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um. And get stuck, I would say, in, like, your pecs. Oh, yeah, my massive pecs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, killer pecs. I mean, listen, Alan Nasty has a strength modifier of minus one. Yours is plus one. Wow. You're for a wizard, it. you have gains. Yeah. Yeah, I've got 18 max HP. Not anymore, you know, currently, but... Um, so, yeah. <sighs> uh. Um, you have discovered the murder weapon. <laughs> can okay so uh, now at this point the loot is is lit up can we mm-hmm. can we see anything else you know I'll, I'll be kneeling on the ground tending my wound um so let's see first of all you can see that there is a like slot in the roof well, not the ceiling not the roof excuse me mm-hmm. i apologize my terms the roof of um the room. where the spear was shot from You can also see that there is a small ladder and an access hatch. And finally, there is a little crystal that is glimmering. Um, I think as the wizard, you would be able to tell that this is a crystal that is activated by the presence of light. So it would seem that the way this works is this thing has to be manually like reset after each shot. But... Mm. In the presence of light, it fires a crossbow bolt. Or not a pro- a spear. A spear, Excuse me. okay. But I can tell it has to be manually reset. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's not firing another one right now, as you right. sustain the light. Because um, it's it's not an automatic crossbow gun. That would be some hella sick That tech. would be silly. Ho, 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 um, Beyond that, um, you can see, like, obviously, you can see the, the weird pattern of the swirled blood along the edge of the tile here, because, of course, this part spins, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see here some bloody footprints. Um, you can see a uh, a body bag, right? Uh-huh. Um, that is open and empty. Okay. And you can see a little bit of light, not enough to trigger the crystal, but a little bit of light shining underneath a door that has a little welcome mat on it, and there's a bunch of blood on the welcome mat, like someone wiped off their shoes. And are they clown shoes, like, sized? Yeah, important question. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Nick. What's what's the size of the, the footprints? I'm trying to think about the answer to that question. Um, I think there are size, like... They are, like... For a person, you would not remark on the size. You would be like, oh, you know, I, I, it would be one of those things where someone asks you the size of a person's feet. And you're like, <laughs> I I mean, I, I guess a little on the large side, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. They're just feet. 
Um, they don't seem remarkable in that. I mean, I feel like they are Al- not Alan uh, Nasty would have you know a, a good background in in footprint identification. You what know, the fuck? In feet since <laughs> it's been so long since we recorded. <laughs> we, I had to get my one in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they are they are shoe prints, not not yes, their feet. they are. Okay. They are. Uh, they're a, a new type of uh, like shoe that has become popular. Um, they were invented by uh, Fred, uh, Lord Frederick Tennyson, so people call them tennies or tennies shoes. Tennies, okay. Tennyson's mm-hmm. shoes. They're like canvas and like this weird substance. It's like it comes out of a tree, right? But it's not like sap. It's this really like hard but like flexible material. Rubert. Okay. The Lord Rubert. This is Rubert. Uh, I'm... This investigation has taken quite a toll on me already. I'm going to have to do some sort of aid or interfere. Please, go go ahead. I'll just need to catch my breath for a second. You just got stabbed, my guy. Yeah, you know, not the first time, and it uh-huh. shall not be the last. And the voice says, yes, it shall, and you're struck by a bolt of lightning <laughs> and you die. No. <laughs> All right, what, what shall we, uh, what's what's next? I feel like we've got we've to gotta keep following this path. There's more to this area? There's the door. Oh, we haven't actually gone through the door yet. Okay. Right, so no. yeah, this is a this is a new second door, not the door you came through. Okay, sorry. Let me add to my diagram that I'm drawing in roll twenty for us then. Oh, that's you. Okay, I was like, damn, six was doing. No, I I appreciate. Oh, the I have run out of. No, you forget that six is not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> How do I zoom? Move horizontal. Interesting. Yeah, the controls are bad. Oh, pan view. Uh, yeah. Let's go through that door. You seem fine, Nick. You can. It just. It's a. It's a. It's only a flesh wound. There is that that body bag there. Now, why would there be an empty body bag? Well, don't forget. Wasn't there another dead body in the other room besides the impaled one? No. Okay, deleting from my diagram. I don't know how to erase. I couldn't find a way to I've erase. learned my lesson. When Alan says these things, you just have to shut them down hard. <laughs> God, we haven't podcasted together in a while. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> from, <laughs> cry from embarrassment. <laughs> okay. One body, a body bag, an extra room, and a door behind it. Yes. Uh, there's nothing yeah. to look at in the body bag. Is there? I don't think there's going to be anything. Can I, I'll peek in the body bag. Sure. Is there any else? Like, take a peek. Any, yeah, I'll take a peek in the body bag. Roll a peek. Yeah, yeah roll a peek. I Give me a wisdom. Don't make me roll again. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to roll, that's a... Wow! Yeah, 2d6. That's an 11. That's an 11. That's good. Um, there's some hair in here. And maybe some, like, like you know, like dry you know dead skin like skin cells uh, i guess i don't know like there's no like there's no blood but like yeah this isn't this isn't fresh from the store you know how long is the hair is it like long girl hair 
Alan. I'm thinking. Why did you say Alan? Um, I asked a normal question. I, yeah, for once, you were the like the gender guy. I had to like get my punch. Is it, it? I understand. Is it long or short <laughs> hair? Dingus. I have to get mine in when so, I can. This is this is tricky <laughs> as. This is like breaking kayfabe tricky. Mm-hmm. As there are characters whose hair I haven't ever been like, this is the length and color of this character's hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's on the long side, and I would say it's black. Long black hair. Long black hair inside of the body bag. What was the Why hair color they... of of the body? Yeah, uh, Red, because it's just soaked <laughs> in blood. Okay, you can't discern the color of the hair anymore from the body. It's like, it's like have you ever like tried to Cinder mop man. a tar pit? Oh, yeah, I haven't. Oh, oh, it's, a, it's a, a unique California experience. She go to La Brea. Um, <laughs> I went there in L.A. Noir once. Oh, nice thing. Uh, okay, <laughs> what guys? What? If you want to dip it in blood and see if it looks like the other, I mean, huh. I mean, the answer will be yes. Because shit, they're both red. red but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing red. Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we got interesting. Okay, so this was not. I hmm. I will say the length is comparable at least. Comparable, okay. There's something. Strange. Why did the hair come off? That's the question. And what did it come off of? Yeah. Perhaps this body was state was brought here. This one is in the bag. Total reference. Strange. And somebody must have rearmed. Let's say, did the, um, did the spear shoot when I cast light or the moment like yes, came in? Okay. light. So n- it did not trigger by just. Oh, I got it, guys. The murderer was Nick. He did it by accident. Oh shit! Oh, sure. solved. Okay. I feel like uh, f- this is actually a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. If at any point you're like six, stop. I have the solution to the murder. This is who did it. This is the situation. Let me lay it out. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel I like we should progress. We. Uh, yeah. I feel like we've got to see behind this door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's bust that door open. Oh. Well, let's oh, try to open okay. the door first. Let's try to open the door okay. first. Respectfully. <laughs> okay. Uh, whoever's whoever's taking an action, tell me what the action is and who is doing it. I am me. I'm putting my hand on the the doorknob and I'm opening it. Okay, it opens. Good. What's inside? Uh, Your you hear a, be lit. You hear a tick from above you. Oh. If someone had reset that spear launcher, it would have fired again because yeah. it's lit back here. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. There is a, like, a not super well lit, but lit, um, narrow hallway that sort of goes, um, it is like, as you step in, it is only a couple of feet deep, right? But stretches along this wall. Um, I'm going to try and illustrate, but basically in an L shape, it bends around the room you're in. Uh Uh-huh. If you understand what does the the new room you have entered bends around the room you were just in. Oh, sure. 
the the murder room and then its extended little extra nook. Um, this sort of bends around it like some sort of like maintenance hallway. Okay. I will uh, I will provide an updated map for next time. <laughs> you don't like my drawn map? I just I worry about misunderstandings. Uh-huh. Um, and at the end of the hallway is another door. I'm going to assume because there is no bad consequence that you will open it. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Um, and it clicks open, and you glance through, and you are back in the uh, the entryway. The murder room. It looped around. No, you're outside of the murder room. You were in the little place you were waiting before you went into the murder room. Oh, I looked all the way So around. this is like a, a larger, mm-hmm. like a grand hall type thing? Yes, and, okay. and you can see that the door you have just opened is just wall, right? It is a hidden door. Uh, what? So... Oh, from where you were, you could not you were not able to tell that this existed before okay. you entered this. Do we have a like a situation report um, about like, were there any witnesses? Um, you are aware only of the two people who you have met so far. Um, Regent Young, who greeted you at the door mm-hmm. and, and sort of showed you around a little bit. And the court's contender. Did we talk to him? Um, we just know he's around. You just know he's around. He is available for questioning if you want, but you haven't spoken to him much. You've only, you, you've like, I think he sort of gave you a solemn nod and that's basically it. You exchanged a couple of words with Regent Young, but they were mostly just directions. Okay. I think Regent Young probably said the phrase, a bad business that. Well, we are once again back where we started. Do we think it's worth discerning reality here to see if there's some sort of magic happening, or is that not the vibe? What do you think? Nicholas? That would not be a discern realities. I I can't. If you want to, magic. if yeah, if you want to detect magic, that would be the spell. Do you think magic. there's some sort of magical foolery going on here? I just want to know if if there is. So, and there are other rooms off of in the mansion to explore, right? Oh yes, oh yes. That. There are there are a number more of more rooms. Before we move on, there's just something not right here. Uh, and I, I have another baguette. I bring the baguette to my forehead and cast uh, Detect Magic. Which is... Uh, okay. Wait. Oh, no. I just do it. Okay. So it's not a roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, how many spell slots you... do I have? Because it says spell levels prepared to zero. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Um, I'm going to say you've got a three at the moment. Gotcha. Um, I'm also, no, two, two, because based on D&D, I'm going to say two. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to give you a quick picture of the uh, the hall you're in, just for your own reference. Okay. Uh, this is a picture with people in it, but it looks something like this. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Where, that's where the was room the room... In? Uh, yes. So the room you're in, um, in this picture, I'm about to show you, it is hard to tell in this picture. There is a screen and below it, there is a door you were in there. Okay. It's all starting to feel a little bit familiar, (laughs) familiar. So the door, uh, behind the people in that picture, was that the entryway or yes, that well, no, the, um, oh yes. Sorry. Behind them. Yes. The entryway is upstairs is up those stairs. Uh, Okay. Those two sets of stairs. 
But there's also a door um, underneath the entryway door. There is. That's correct. Okay. There are also, um, you can't tell in this picture, but to the left and right edges of the screen are little, it, the room extends in little little hallways, and there are a number of doors down there. I see, I see. Yes, uh, I'll uh, I reach out, you know, with my, my magic powers, my baguette mm-hmm. powers, and, and detect magic. Cast it. One of your senses is briefly attuned to magic. GM will tell you what here is magical. Fascinating question. Fascinating question. <laughs> um, how? What sense are you picking? Um, sight. No. Okay. Nothing here is magical. Based on luck, you mean? Yeah. Looking around the room you're in, nothing. Nothing. Okay. I suggest we look, take a, a broader look around. God, I love that you pick a sense. That's so good. That's yeah, so right? stupid. No, that's really <laughs> good. You don't understand how good that is. That's really cool. Detect. Interesting. Smell magic. <laughs> I, you know, listen, I'm not trying to backseat here, oh, but sure. if you'd picked hearing, you would have gotten I mean, I, I was like, I could hear, but like, maybe <laughs> but then like, what could I tell where it was? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I figured. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. Perhaps we could look for traces of, of blood. There were, they, so was, were there any, um, like bloody footsteps in the hallway that we took to come back. I think um, if you were specifically looking for that, I think you can tell that it's like there were a couple near the door, right? That were faint to begin with. And then someone cleaned them up. Oh, they look like and they so, were cleaned up. Okay. They look like, like since you were specifically looking for them, yeah. you can tell that there are some that were pretty well cleaned up, not quite well enough to fool to ex- like, you know, master but detectives, but certainly by the, by the like middle of the hallway, they're gone completely. Okay. So. I suggest we look around. Let's see what we can find. Do you want to go to one of these other rooms? I do. Uh, wasn't there like a? I'm sorry, I shouldn't make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. But What's up? let's go to one of the side rooms. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just pick one at random, right? Yeah. Let's go to the left. Yeah. Uh, you're challenging my my memory of this space. Um, you pick one of the doors on the left, mm-hmm. and you open it up, and there is a long, narrow room. Um. It is like it, it is. I think it wouldn't naturally feel cramped, but there are um, a couple of chairs and two like barrels that are like acting as like tables. Right. Okay. Um, and it feels like a little too much furniture for one room. There's also like a cow skull hanging on the wall. And I believe there's a horseshoe. You're testing my memory of the genius. Mm-hmm. Um, Such tasteful decorations. Uh, there is also a person in here. Oh, okay. Uh, the quartz contender oh. is uh, sitting in a chair um, at one of these barrels, and he appears to be like he has a owl, a W L owl, um, an owl. and a small blade, 
and some tweezers, and he appears to be, like, shaving and combining very small wooden parts. He It looks like he's, like, building some sort of, like, figure of, like, a suit of armor or something out of wood, out of individual pieces. Oh, no, he's a gunpla guy. I was about to say. But it's wooden. It's literally canon. It's literally canon. The Amethyst Ambition's a gunpla guy. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to finish it now. <laughs> <laughs> there's famously six very graciously got me a nice gunpla that i've not actually finished listen and when i visited your house it I was li- in a corner under a table <laughs> <laughs> because it, it was at, at the one table that i had my house was a construction site for a long time anyway yeah you didn't have time to build gunpla you were building housing i was building the the home of new earth no i won't do it um oh so he's he's in here were there a lot of mm-hmm. other rooms, like, in this hallway? Just, to, just to... Um, I would say maybe three others. There's, like, up, up there. Okay. I think there are, like, two per side. Mm-hmm. Mr. Contender. Yeah, Quartzy. No, Quartzy, what's going on? Uh, he very carefully sets down a knife and looks up, and his eyes are, like... They're interesting. He is wearing uh, glasses, and it looks like it's either a light prescription or, like, it's no real prescription. He just likes the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, And behind it, he has, like, shimmering purple eyes. And he says, You are quite a bit earlier than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) It's the line. He's at the line. Six looks the line. Six only says the line. (laughs) Only writes the line. He only has one line. (laughs) And it's basically writing for me. Yeah. You were not expecting us. I was not expecting you so soon. Your investigation of the scene of the crime must have gone rather smoothly, I imagine. How are you the owner of this mansion, sir? This mansion defies ownership, but I am for the moment its master. And are you aware of its architecture, its rooms? You are familiar with the, I'm Alan, I would say, hidden room? Yeah, I see Behind the murder scene? Oh, yes, that one, sure. There might be others I don't know about, but that one I am aware of. What is kept there? What is its purpose? It was, I'm, gestures to to bleeding peck. Some might say boob he trapped. I am very disappointed to hear that. When I last checked that room, which I will admit it has been several months, there were no deadly traps. It was merely an area for concealing bodies if one were ever to commit a murder, which had not occurred until this date. And what do you keep in the safe in the murder room? Well, from... Time to time, I receive gifts from various lords of the land, and I keep them there because I don't want them to know I don't actually like them. And if I had them out on display or rotting away in a corner, they would know, and so I keep them in there. And I say, yes, I drank the wine you gave me. It was very good. Yes, oh, I very much enjoyed that tea. 
even though it's all garbage. So, you know, strangely relatable. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I didn't. Even, I didn't even mean. I didn't like put two together there. Two and two together. <laughs> I have to finish the couplet tonight. Um, <laughs> put a picture in the bottle. Go discord. Um, interesting. So there is nothing. Why was the ultra despair girl locked in that room to begin with? Well, it was her request. Uh-huh. She elected to go in there to lock away the votes of the three innocents with regards to their future project. And she expressed some desire for heightened tension in this scenario. I must confess, I found it slightly alarming. Is this typical behavior? She's a very fucked up woman. <laughs> uh, I can see. <laughs> oh, I was not referring to the spear through her chest, though. Very droll of you to make that connection. I meant that she has a lot of psychological issues. Very well. Do you know where we could find... Uh... Uh, Miss Young. I can answer that, but for the sake of engagement purposes, as a good game move, I'm going to ask Alan what they were going to say first. Yes. Uh, I'd no longer remember. (laughs) (laughs) God, I love podcasting. (laughs) Thank you for considering me, but we took too long to roll it back to me, and it's gone. Of course, of course. I believe you can find the Regent Young awaiting in the kitchen. Huh. It is the door underneath the entrance below the stairs. Let's go check it out. I believe we should. I was just thinking I could use a fresh baguette. Alan, would you like to join me in the kitchen for some fromage? Uh, I'm more of a deli meats kind of guy, but... um. You know, we could do like a meat and cheese play. Oh, so you meant for an investigation. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, let's go over there. <laughs> of course, it is easy to uh, forget. All right. It's joke. Uh, on the way out the door, the spear catches on the door frame and it hurts. No ah. damage, but oh, just like, boy. oh, right. You're just walking around with the spear stuck in you. <laughs> Nick, get the if spear If I pull out. it out, it will be worse. Oh, it will sure. start bleeding. Well, I believe the classic trick is to snap it off partly. Yeah, break it so it's not long. Oh, well, yes. So you don't have just the full <laughs> Alan, length. <laughs> Alan, would you do me a solid? Every time Nick turns to me, he like almost hits me with it. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I will uh... hold my massive peck and the spear, and could you break it off like some sort of crostini? Uh, yeah, I got you. I'll uh, I'll do like a little karate chop. Roll strength, please. Yeah, I'd love to roll strength for this. Womp. It's a four. It's going in deeper. 2d6 minus one. Um, I think uh, when Alan karate chops it, the first hit, it doesn't break, uh-huh. right? 
and it uh-huh. moves and it like hits it's weird it doesn't hurt it feels kind of like you smashed your funny bone but in the vicinity of like your heart and lungs oh, good. um you are getting the status debility weak which is going to be minus one on your strength chance <laughs> until you get a rest um second try alan gets it oh 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 i'm just fine perfectly fine no ailment whatsoever to the kitchen I really, to be honest, I mean, I put in the trap just because I thought it'd be funny. I did not anticipate that you guys would genuinely be in mortal danger just I, walking around a house. I mean, I took almost the maximum amount of damage I could from the rolls. <laughs> On so. both checks. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, okay. You uh, you head through those doors beneath the stairs. Um, it opens up into a, like, a very, I, I think... The phrase occurs to you, and then you sort of shoo it away, very modern in a way that's like, what, what am I talking about? But it is, there is a dining room and a kitchen, and it is sort of open concept, right? I love the open concept. Me too. Um, it, is, it is a very, like, healthy, like, eight-table dining room, right? Like, can, can wow. be, very nearly a cafeteria, uh, connecting to... A, just a spectacular kitchen, not spectacular necessarily in terms of like ornamentation mm-hmm. or anything, but it just has a lot of good surfaces. It feels like it was built by someone who has a passion for cooking, ki- cooking for kitchen, yes, for cooking, <laughs> and just wants to make sure they have whatever tool they couldn't they could want for okay. stainless uh, steel countertops or um no, that's not been invented yet. Damascus steel, Damascus steel, wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Damasca. Mm-hmm. High carbon steel. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, and as you walk, walk in, um, Regent Page says, Ah, I was expecting you. Please have a seat. I've made tea for us. Ooh. Ooh. What type of tea do you have? Well, unfortunately, all we had in the cabinet was some pina colada tea, but I'm sure it's fine. Oh, uh, <clears throat> excellent. Just hope we don't get caught in the rain. Mm-hmm. Pregnant pause to allow Alan to speak. You feel like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. <laughs> I think Alan Nick is trying to let you play the game. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> And I'm trying to make oxygen in the room. <laughs> make oxygen? We are not the same. <laughs> you're, you're attempting to make oxygen? Motherfucker, you know what I meant. I meant talk. I meant just say I didn't words. know. Maybe not. I mean, you is that a oxygen to make oxygen? No, you take in no, oxygen. No, you use you oxygen. Carbon <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe not Alan Nesty. I feel like Listen, this should be a role. We went down the road of me got me letting you guys be like, you know, like a bottle of Worcestershire sauce <laughs> and like a dolphin or whatever the hell last time. I'm not doing that again. Alan's an elf. You're a human. <laughs> Alan is an elf? Yes. Alan's an elf. When I enter an important damn. location, I can ask the GM for one fact from the history of that location. That's oh, my elf damn. ability. Uh-huh. Okay. 
I would have used it like five times by now, know, but right? it's your call. Right, right, right. <laughs> Me too. I but also, I would have just been like, well, Dong Min was here once. <laughs> well, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah more about well, we Dong Min. With some pina colada once I realized tea, where we are, I was like, sure yeah, can fine. we go to the place where the like Doohy moment happened? And yeah, like hit all the, <laughs> it's like a pop-up pad. Oof. All the greatest hits. Oof. Instagram photos. <laughs> Oh, that Doohy moment. I thought you meant him getting eliminated. I was like, wow, that one was brutal. <laughs> no, I... Uh, Regent's page. Uh, this tea really hits the spot, but uh, perhaps do you have something called, like, uh, some sort of juice in a bag? Ah, sure. I can get you a capricious son. Do you have Could triangle Could you serve juice? it to me in a clear Ziploc bag? Oh. No. Right. Do you have triangle what juice? Triangle juice. I have triangle strategy on the Nintendo Switch. Close is enough. that sufficient? You guys haven't? All right, clearly. Some of y'all aren't <laughs> up from a Middle Eastern background, and it shows. Uh, Damn. Mango juice. You know what? The mystery is finally solved. Nick and I are fucking white. <laughs> bon-, <laughs> bon juice is a popular. It's basically Capri Sun in a, tri- in a pyramid shape. I, I mean, that's it. fun. I like but it. Why? I like it. And it's like mango flavor. Why? I don't know, dude. Because you can serve them. Like you get buy like six of them. They're great. They were. I like that the mango looks like a uh, like a decaying jack o' lantern. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it some features image. Regent Pits. Yes. We we spoke briefly earlier. Where were you exactly when the the events went down? As I understand. Well. I'm having a little trouble remembering the script to the last episode, but I believe I was just waiting in the hall. So you were with the innocents? Yes. Yes, yes. Did you happen to notice anything strange with any of your senses? Hmm. Well, the innocents felt very innocent, like they shouldn't be suspects in your murder investigation in a metagamey sense i guess i would say strange of you to say right mm-hmm. right yeah beyond that no nothing nothing at all huh nothing at all comes to mind well i i sorry I'm just gonna <laughs> uh, nicholas the beef has cast contact spirits i i uh, contact spirits name the spirit you wish to contact or leave it to the gm you pull that creature through the planes just close enough to speak to you it is bound to answer any one question you ask to the best of its ability oh. now you can cast this i will warn you this is through the planes the realm of death is not a plane Oh, the realm of death. Interesting. So if you are attempting to whistle up a member of the Fae uh-huh. or an elemental or some man of devil or demon or perhaps a celestial, those might be possible. What about the shadow realm? Is that all? That's all a realm, not a plane. That's a um, a realm is a realm. Reborn? Realm and. Well, the shadow realm, I think, is considered a subsection of a plane. Mm-hmm. That would be possible. A subplane. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you talk to your spirit? I don't know what I would do yet. Okay, you don't have yeah. to. No, not yet. I I feel like we should ask ask uh, Regent Page about more about the Uncle Despair girl. Who is Merlin? Apparently, she's she's pretty psycho. Right. When was the last time, Dealer Page, per person? Hmm. When was the last time you saw? Her, the murdered 
I believe it was only a minute or two before she died. Oh! That's really suspicious. Did she seem distraught, stressed out, anxious, unctuous? Did she seem chewy? She seemed, let's just say, borderline ecstatic. Oh. Interesting. And what was she supposed to be doing in this room, Preto? Well... She had taken the votes of the innocents on their next project, and had taken them into the room to lock them in the safe. That's what she was planning to do. And then she was just going to sit on the floor for a while. She said something about letting the votes age. Whatever that means. You said lock them in the safe. So she knows the safe combination. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I feel yeah. like the court's contender did not quite mention that to us. Very well. What was your relationship with the Uncle Despair girl? We had encounters here and there. Back then, she was Steeler Unc. When we even worked together on a job. But... Listen, if I'm allowed to editorialize a little bit, I'd say she got a little too big for her britches, if you know what I mean. Oh, 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 oh. What was she doing here, may I ask? Was she invited along with the innocents, or were you you working together? Are you an employee of the court's contender? I serve at the pleasure of this house and its current master. For the time being, it is a seasonal contract. In a couple of months, I'll be free to depart if I wish. Listen, I've worked a lot of other jobs. I keep myself busy. I think that's the best way to be. As far as the presence of the Unctra Despair girl. Interesting. In the aftermath of the Gauze Guy's demise, she, she seemed like she was chasing the next high. As it were. Mm-hmm. She was looking into a lot of situations, being very nosy, and she somehow got word of what we were doing here and expressed a personal interest. I was slightly opposed to her presence, but the court's contender approved of the matter, and as he is currently the master of the house, I deferred to his judgment. Is there anything else? You wish to tell us? I suppose I would. Hmm. How many people have you investigated so far? We have spoken with the court's contender. And myself. That is all? Yes, that is... No. Listen, you might get more out of the mansion's support staff. Or... We have a crew of four people here, assisting with the management of the content mill. Are you uh, the, the supervisor, team leader, or is this a, a, separate, a separate team? Our duties overlap to some extent, as for their duties. They require certain things of the manor itself, but in large part, they are an independent entity. Where can we find this content mill? The content mill is in the basement. The staff is in the area surrounding the content mill. How could we get to this basement? All you ever had to do was ask. And she walks past you into the central hall where you were, where there is a big um, 
hexagonal table in the middle of the room. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she presses on it and it sort of, it splits into three sections that fold away, Uh revealing a keyhole. And she pulls out a key and pushes it in and twists. And there is a, a click and she pushes the table aside and there is a stairwell. And that is where we're stopping for this episode. Ah, uh, what a day. Um, yeah, Six Cynic are always making fun of me, I feel like, for, for getting things. So I got this notebook, and um, I'm going to take some notes on our play session today. Because honestly, this shit is a little bit confusing. And uh, yeah, it's been quite quite the uh, interesting first day here at the at the compound. Okay, so let's get a pen here. Hold on. So in universe, myself playing Alan Nasty and Nick Zib- playing Nick Zabif, we arrived at Sage Manor to investigate the murder of Steeler Unk. AKA the Ungtra Despair Girl, right? Okay. Um, her body was impaled on a spear. That was pretty gruesome. And a preliminary investigation of the crime scene revealed it was like a rotating wall hiding a secret room with the, that had a spear launcher in it, of course, and a hidden passage connected to it, which led back to the rest of the house. Um, we managed a little chat interview with the quartz contender. Didn't provide much information. Did not provide much information. And then a subsequent interview with Regent Young revealed that there were four other members of the staff working on the content mill in the basement. So Regent Young agreed to help us and they unlocked a hidden passage to the basement. That's where we're at. Not too complicated, I think. So I think that covers everything. But I don't have any leads on the murderer yet. I mean, I guess I do have some theories. Like maybe... Oh, hello? What's up, babe? It's your favorite cousin, the Crimson Critic. Whomst? You know, Ruby Raider's brother. We, um... We met at that family barbecue. You, you, you know, took me to the hospital when my lung collapsed on a kebab skewer. You, you donated one of your precious lungs to me. None of this is ringing a bell. Uh, no, no clue, man. I'm sorry. I kind of tied up right now, actually. Ah, you slay me, babe. Enough with that. But you know, no worries. It's it's all good. Uh, hey, so I wanted to let you know that. Uh, I moved out recently from Uncle Scarlet and Aunt Rose's house, and I wanted to invite, get this, you, and get this, Ruby, of course, to my housewarming party. So, what does your schedule look like in, say, two weeks? Because I'm trying to book a big, bouncy house. Um, well, this is, <laughs> this is awkward, Crimson. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of in a bind right now. I, I can't exactly make it out to, to your... Your housewarming party. What? Seriously? I mean, what do you have that's more important than celebrating my independence from my parents? I'm trapped in a recreation of a Korean game show set, and I'm solving a murder mystery hosted by some fucking freaks. 
crimson? Are you still... You can't make it. Just say it next time. Jeez. Well, fine. You owe me a hang sometime soon, babe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I, I, I can check my calendar when I get out of this, but... You mentioned a Ruby. Do you know she's, like... She's, like, gone, right? Well, yeah, she went to Cancun for a girlies trip, right? Um... Oof. I don't really have time to explain the whole situation to you. Um, I have to go to bed soon. But, yeah, she's on, like, a really, really long vacation. Oh, good for her, I guess. Whatever. It's not about me, but whatever. Uh, I'll talk to you later, Alan. Love you, bitch. Well, <laughs> I have this whole house to myself, I guess. Let's see. I mean, Alan was, like, the last contact that I know and care about enough to invite over. And they're busy, so... I mean, I guess I'll, uh, need to find some other way to entertain myself. Self. Self. Huh. Cool echo. Go. Go.